0: This is a Forest Him and Picnic podcast where we play Forest Him and Picnic with each other. (laughs) Nice. Thank you. I like picnics. That was
1: great. I am Paul, the typical dungeon master and host of the show. But today we're doing something a little bit different, as you may have already noticed. We're playing something new. And with a new game comes all new rules, all new characters, and a new master of the game. Oh, yeah. What? I would like to present to you our narrator for today's game. Monsieur Alan Boone. Jimmy little carts And mine.
2: Hello, <laughs> I am Alan Boone. You may know me also as Jimmy little or Brackles and Yeltius. But in this. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I've heard that name. It, it's the worst last name
1: ever. We've heard it We've heard
2: it. It's all my old character sheet. <laughs> it is. It's part of the. Uh, the hidden background that I haven't told Paul about yet, where Brackle's actually a king who's been hiding <laughs> out
0: in <laughs> <Ed> Branshire. <Wow.
2: laughs> and, his cousin. and his actual
0: nickname is Strider also.
2: Yeah, exactly. Oh. That's what yeah. I thought. So, before we get started, I want to roll this giant D2, which is also known as a coin, to see how things are going to go. Yeah, boy. Ooh. Oh. It's heads. Flip it good. We're flipping coins today. That's going to be most of the podcast. We're going to be flipping (laughs) coins. And if it's heads, we win. If it's tails, we lose. And at the end, we're going to see whoever got the most wins. Uh, I know this is crazy. Sorry, I just lost. This is a very complicated game. I didn't think that we would actually be able to pull off an hour of coin flipping, but here we are. Oh, my gosh. Uh, No. The name of the game is The Forest Hymn and Picnic. It is a Kickstarter game by Cecil Howe. Is that right? Cecil Howe. That's correct.
0: How do you pronounce his name? How do you say his
2: name? Cecil Howe. How? How? Paul and I backed this on Kickstarter and he gave <laughs> us an early copy of the rules. Yeah, boy. Which we're gonna to use today to play. Uh it only has basically character creation, the basics of play, and some some of that sort of stuff. So, you know. Things might be a little rough here, yes. especially since none of us have ever played it before. Indeed. So, well, let's see how that'll go. But either way, it's going to be fun times. I'm very excited. It's called the Forest Hymn because it takes place in a massive forest that is mystical. It's called the Picnic because when you go on adventures, they're called picnics. Picnic.
0: I love picnics. What about the hymn, though? It's the name of the forest, is the Forest Hymn. Yes. No, oh, it's that not. Makes it sense. Is. You're wrong. Hey, I got a question about the rules. Yeah. (laughs) Whenever we flip the coin, Mm -hmm. do we have to catch it and then flip it on our arm?
1: You can do it however you want. There it is. Straight from the top. Wow. Nice. You can do it however you want. Yes.
2: You notice Paul referred to me as the narrator. That's what the GMs are called for this game. Mm -hmm. So I'll be narrating the story. So if you want to get in the right mindset, be thinking of Over the Garden Wall. That's kind of where I'm headed with this. Mm, I love it. Love it. You can also think of like Winnie the Pooh. So, without further ado, let's just get into this. I mean, I could talk about this all day. You can look it up on Kickstarter, The Forest, Hymn, and Picnic. Just gazoogle that if Mm -hmm. you're interested. Indeed. And if if you end up going with it, tell them Make Believe Heroes sent you. Yeah, we'll drop some links in the show notes and stuff like that. Yeah, we're excited for the full version, which is out next year. But let's give this thing a roll. Let's do it. You meet on the road, okay, and you're heading towards the old pumpkin post Hmm. to meet an animal folk who is in need of help. Each of you, for whatever reason, are seeking picnicking, which is adventuring. Picnicking. You heard of the need, and you decided to meet it. So why don't we go around and explain. You can either, if you already know each other, I mean, I'm leaving that up to you. You can explain how you know each other. If you don't you can introduce yourselves to each other and describe your character and why you decided to
1: go on this picnic. Let's start with Paul. Hello, my name's Willoughby. I am a person. I was raised by wolves and I typically run around wearing my favorite wolven costume, actually made from fur, not from dead wolves that's been cut off, but fur that's been shed by my wolven brothers and sisters. I am out with a cousin, friend of the family, fella. She is a, uh, a badger. She and I set out together. She's sort of trying to teach me the ways of the forest him outside the world of just the pack, which is where I've spent most of my life. I was left with the wolves by a stork, who was uh, allegedly quite inebriated when he dropped me off with a bunch of wolves, but instead of, you know, doing anything nefarious like eating me. They raised me as their own, dressed me up as a wolf, and I'm tall, about six foot three or four, blonde hair, sticking out in tufts around the wolf head, not wolf head, that's not a wolf head.
2: (laughs) You skinned your family.
1: (laughs) The wolf hood that I'm wearing, created very poorly in the shape of wolf's ears, and uh, I'm just wandering down the forest alongside my friend and cousin, Fella. Fella. So Fella explain
2: who you are
3: hey i'm fella
2: oh hey fella
3: i'm a i'm a badger and you know i've always been pretty good at stuff so uh when i was you know younger than i am now <laughs> obviously um i uh i decided to uh learn how to sail and you know i was gone for a while and my my family they uh, really liked you know that i was going to pursue this and they really backed me and stuff so uh yeah, so um, that's that's kind of what I'm doing. So, yeah. And, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and yeah. <laughs> she is literally bouncing <laughs> up and bouncing down. I'm bouncing in my chair.
3: Uh, I probably shouldn't bounce. I'd probably mess up something. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, I decided to come home and visit my cousin, Willoughby, and, you know, get off the ceiling for a while um, and visit my family and see what's going on. It's been a while, so uh, I'm pretty excited about, you know, visiting
4: my cousin, Willoughby. So good to meet you, Willoughby. So good to <laughs> meet you, fella. I'm the old darling sleeper. But most people just call me darling. Yes. To describe my character, he he's a ghost. He's got a floppy pointed hat with a bell on the end. So everywhere he goes, there's this little ting, 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 sing soggy ring whenever he's moving around for his head is literally a sack of hay with several daggers stabbed into it. Wow. And Jeez. he's wearing a tuxedo. You know, he he kind of makes a sloshing noise as he moves. He's, you know, standing here and he, "Oh, I'm the old darling sleeper ghost." <laughs> oh my gosh. This is my brother over here standing next to me. We're going on a picnic. Would you like to go on a picnic? I really like pies. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This is the best. (laughs) I love this so much.
0: Wow, my My brother brother is so so annoying. (laughs) (laughs) You can call me Wreck. My name is Rock Quarry Requiem, and I'm a ghost. (laughs) He's a wreck, all right. Shut your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) My face is a canvas sack full of birdseed. And it's tied at the top with a rope, so it kinda looks like an onion. Mm-hmm. And I use makeup to draw faces on it. <laughs> so depending on my mood, I might change my face, you never know. But also have a, a tall blue dunce cap. That's very nice. How
4: appropriate.
1: What's your face look like right now? Happy, mad, upset, excited? Spaced out. <laughs>
5: Like
1: this. (laughs) (laughs)
0: And. I support
1: this. (laughs) Oh, gosh.
0: My clothes. This is already
1: the best thing we've ever done.
0: Are patchworks of other old clothes. So basically, I just like rip up my brother's clothes and patch them together. Just because. He's regularly
2: in my wardrobe. (laughs) Yeah. So. Two of y'all are family? The other two of y'all are family? Do the y'all two know each other? Two groups, I should say?
3: Well, uh, you know, I think we met years ago. Didn't we, Willoughby? I didn't. Maybe you were at home.
4: Maybe <laughs> we did. I, I've I been looking look for someone for a long time from, from long ago. ago. She, she <laughs> gave <laughs> me this kit <laughs> to make a kite. But, but there's no, no ribbons. ribbons.
1: Do you have
4: ribbons?
3: Uh...
1: I have some fur and rope
3: we can make a ribbon out of that maybe you know I might be able to make something up for you if you want it
4: no
0: this isn't her wreck this isn't her maybe she she gave gave me my bicycle bicycle. huh Uh, a a bicycle
1: I've always wanted to ride a bicycle
3: I think if I would have had a bicycle I would have either rode it or gave it to Willoughby I don't know
1: probably oh
3: no I don't have your bike or I didn't give you your bike
1: wow wow
2: Wow. 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 So, as you all proceed down the road, the leaves of the trees have started turning their yellow and red, vibrant in the morning sun. Mm -hmm. There's a crisp, cool breeze with the smell of apples wafting through the forest. The road is dusty, but the dust isn't being kicked up or anything like that. It's very calm, very peaceful. The bird song has begun as you march toward your destination. And off in the distance, you can see sort of a, a fork in the road. And at the center of that fork, there is a little post, like what you'd see someone selling vegetables. And piled around that are pumpkins. Hmm. Some of the pumpkins are carved in jack-o'-lantern fashion. Some are very simple, just two triangles for eyes and a uh, slot for a mouth. Others are elaborate designs that you recognize from different clans of the forest, different gangs and different insignias. And then some are just pumpkins. And as you get closer, you see beside the, the pumpkin post, there's a rocking chair. And in the rocking chair is a animal folk, a tabby cat, orange, dressed in a type of livery. Looks like he is almost like a squire of some sort, but it's you can tell that that's probably not his actual profession, just his preference of dress. As you approach, he stands up and says, well, I'm glad to hear some have entered the call to my picnic.
5: Hello, 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 hello. Hey.
3: How you doing?
2: Hello. Hello, uh, welcome. My name is Milton. Hello, Milton. Hey, Milton. I'm Willoughby. <laughs> it's pleased to meet you, Willoughby. And you are? He kind of looks at everyone else.
4: I'm Fella. I'm old, darling Sleep. You can call me darling, though.
2: <laughs> and I'm wreck <laughs> Well, Willoughby, Fella, darling, Wreck. thank you for answering my call. You see, my brother has left into the woods... In search of mushrooms, and he's always been obsessed with finding more exotic shrooms of various magical properties. Some they say can make you big, some could give you new life, but others are poisonous and many are in dangerous places. I've warned him not to go too deep into the woods, especially off the trail, but it's been two days and I haven't seen him. He should have been back that evening. So I am concerned about I can't leave the old pumpkin post it's prime season for jack-o'-lanterns and so I have decided to call for picnic if you fellows would uh one literally would like to because your name's fella uh,
1: (laughs) I get it (laughs) that's a funny joke (laughs)
2: Uh, uh, (laughs) I never thought of that my sense of humor uh some would say is lacking but I'm glad you appreciate it so if you would like, I can close up the post. You're a builder, a builder.
4: You're a builder. I dreamt I was an architect. Oh my gosh!
1: Oh, <laughs> you
4: seem grinning. I don't.
1: I don't get that one.
4: What's architect? I don't get it. You. Uh. I dreamt I was an architect. That's not the, how the melody goes. But I'm curious, builder. What have you built
2: here? Here. My family has built a pumpkin patch further back, and he points through the trees behind the post, hidden from the road, but here we sell our pumpkins, our jack-o'-lanterns, and sometimes a bit of magic. Ooh, magic. Magic.
4: Magic. I like magic. There's magic magic in me.
2: (laughs) There's magic in all of us, but
4: especially
2: you. You phantoms. (laughs) You ghosts. Yeah, we're very magic. How can we
4: help you?
3: I see magic when I sell.
2: So I will close up the the post, show you where he went off the road into the woods, through the trail. And from there, if you can find him and bring him back safely, I will give each of you a choice of the best pumpkins we've grown this year. Oh, not these. These. These are mundane pumpkins. These are what we sell to passerbys. I'll take you to the patch and you can see the best pumpkins. The great pumpkins pumpkins.
1: The great pumpkins? <laughs> I get it. The great
3: great pumpkins. Maybe I could get a pumpkin
4: for a head.
1: Are they filled with candy?
3: No, Willoughby. They're not filled with candy.
2: We have the plastic ones filled with candy, but those oh. the, those aren't fo- until what is plastic? later in the month. <laughs> plastic is an old art lost by the persons. <laughs> we still have the plastic pumpkins from when this forest was dominated by people, folk, But alas, the making of plastic has been lost to us. So let's go down here to follow me down the road. So he takes the left fork. He puts up a uh, sign that says, Closed, please do not steal pumpkins. <laughs> and marches off, his tail wagging, twitching, more like in anticipation of his brother's return. So you go down the road, maybe a mile, and he says, so this is the trail my brother, Merton, used to, well, still takes to go find mushrooms. So I don't know the trail. He's more of a picnicker than I am. I'm more of a -er. (laughs) pumpkiner. But if you follow this trail, you know, the trail's pretty clear up to a point, and then you'll just look for where the mushrooms are. I wish I could help you more I never he always wanted me to go on these treks with him but I was never one for adventure so I prefer to stay at home and have pumpkin pie yams I love yams do you have any yams on you right now? (laughs) he reaches into his pocket and pulls a a yam that has been weirdly cooked already it's kind of Mm -hmm. mushy in his hand he says
1: would you like one? very much so please oh he hands you the yam Got some fur in it. It's got some fur in it. That's okay. Willoughby takes the yam and he peels back the peeling and starts to eat it. Mmm. This is the tastiest yam that I think I've ever eaten, and I've I've eaten a lot of yams.
0: Would you like some sweet tea to wash it down? Yum, yum, Madame.
1: Yes, I would.
3: I got some uh, sandwiches if you get hungry.
1: I'm always hungry. <laughs>
3: oh, well, probably shouldn't tell you about the sandwiches then.
1: Darling
4: pulls out a little teacup mm-hmm. and he oh. like takes his hand and he like reaches it up and lets, the, you know, he's got daggers all through his head, right? So he's going to like make a little nick in his hand and hold his hand over the teacup and like all this mm-hmm. dark liquid's going to pour out into it. Okay. And then he's going to, he's going to hand you the teacup and then he's going to sew his hand back up. Wow.
1: Will be convinced that nothing about that is the least bit abnormal. And he continues to eat the yam and sip the tea
3: fella is literally like just jumping around
4: okay when you sip
1: the tea uh-huh it burns a little bit
4: not because it's hot but because it's whiskey
0: <laughs> wow
2: uh-oh
3: um willoughby are you sure that's tea
2: so milton says well i'm glad you enjoy the yam and that's an interesting way to get tea ghosts never cease to amaze <laughs> me
3: i don't think that's tea
2: <laughs> milton's nurse and says I reckon it's not. That's some strong stuff. Gonna drink you away. (laughs) So he says, uh, Godspeed in your endeavor. I will be at the post when you return, unless unless it's after sundown, in which case, I'll see you at the post in the morning. Merton will know the way.
4: You're not out at night?
2: Not typically, no. That's
4: when the fog in the occult is the thickest. Indeed, hence why I'm not out at night. <laughs> but that's beautiful time. Spooky.
1: It is. Wait a second. Mm-hmm. Yes? I don't think this is tea.
3: Willoughby, I just... I just told you.
1: My pappy drinks tea like this and he says I can't have it.
3: And you... and you drank it anyways.
1: I only sipped it. Yeah, but you... Are you going I just need to know one thing, fella. Are you gonna tell pappy?
3: What are you going to give me if I don't? This tea. <laughs> You're going to give... Listen, I ain't, drunk, I ain't drunk that tea in a while.
1: Well, Pappy also uses it for, like, other stuff.
3: I mean, I'm only, like, six.
1: <laughs> That's pretty old animal for an animal, 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 folk.
3: But I've been selling for a while, and sometimes it gets a little crazy. Yeah, I'm like, you know, yeah.
1: So take this, I'll give you my tea... If you don't tell Pappy,
3: all right. well, deal? Okay. Okay. But you don't tell my mom. I'm.
1: I won't. If you I tell promise. my mom,
3: I'll. I'll i promise. tell your Pappy. I, I promise. I'll tell you, drunk and You loved it.
1: Wolves never lie.
3: <laughs> oh. Okay. I got your help. Yeah. This is the greatest thing. And uh, I, fella, fella takes the tea, and um drinks it like gladly
1: and oh, crap i thought she was gonna, oh. like, put it in a vial or something no 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 <laughs> See, oh, she drinks boy. it
3: gladly um she's like wow i ain't had that in a while <laughs> they hate it when i drink it on the boat
2: <laughs> oh my <laughs> <laughs> drinking and boating is illegal in the forest Tim. yeah, yeah
3: it's not safe but you know whatever
4: <laughs> i may have made a mistake
3: <laughs> well, I'm such a good captain that it really doesn't, it, yep. it doesn't bother me.
1: The ghost filled with whiskey just said you made a mistake.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So we're going to find Merton. Is that his name? I can't mm-hmm. remember. That's right. I think I was looking at an acorn or something.
1: Are we supposed
0: to murder Merton?
3: No, no.
0: Murderton.
3: We're supposed to find him.
1: Is, is he, he a, ghost? a ghost? Is Milton still there or has Milton walked off? earlier Milton said I could must be back to the
2: post all the chatter started again and for yeah. he, you could see he was kind of like trying to like step Some away <laughs> yeah
3: started talking about tea and he was
2: out after a few moments he kept trying to interject and say well bye and just never got an opportunity mm-hmm. so then whenever y'all look up from your revelry you notice Milton's gone did Milton
1: say what his brother looked like
3: uh, well Milton's a cat so I figure he's a dog
1: like cat dog. No, get no, it. no, 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 no. That doesn't, that doesn't make sense.
3: Perhaps he's a rabbit.
1: Yeah, rabbit, that sounds more right. Rabbit. Maybe he's a people.
3: He might be, I don't know. I was oh, just making a joke, and you obviously didn't get it at all. But um, I guess we need to head that way and get Merton.
4: Does anyone know how to track our way there? Uh,
1: I can sniff it out.
4: Oh, yeah, he's a wolf. I bet I can do that. Sniff it out, sniff it out. We are lost, we can never go home.
1: How do I do that?
2: So, with this game, a quick explanation of how, if you're used to D&D, what we would normally call a check in the forest human picnic is called a question. You must answer the question. Mm. So, in this case... I'm good at questions. Answer a question to stick to the trail, basically. You're not on a road, you're on, like, basically a forest trail but it's still not, like, super clear. So you're going down the trail to make your way through there to try to find any sign of Merton. There are different ways you can do this. It's definitely you roll your d20, you add your intelligence modifier, and you can try using one of your subjects. Hmm. So one that might fit with this, bouquet, because it's knowledge of flowers, grasses, trees, vegetables, and other plants in the forest. You can use kernel, which is the ability to eat corn. No, it's the ability to lead and direct, <laughs> mm-hmm. especially under distress, like colonel, that kind of kernel.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: And you could maybe even try to uh, do something else. Is this
4: like reconnoitre?
2: Reconnoitre. Reconnoitre. Uh, yeah, that, that could fit there as well. That's the ability to gather information and spot what is intended to be hidden. It's not so much finding what's intended to be hidden, but it mm-hmm. fits for discovering information, so trying to find tracks and stuff.
1: Okay, so I don't have any gifts or gags in any of those subjects, so I'm just going to roll and try to answer the question all on my own. Okay.
3: You go, Willby. Sniff it out.
1: It's an eight. An eight. You add your intelligence. Zero.
2: Wow, you're dumb. <laughs> I'm
1: just kidding. Uh, I'm average.
2: Okay. So you manage to follow the trail, Mm -hmm. but you don't see any signs of mushrooms, and you're on the trail for quite a long time. So you're not sure if you've gone too far. Have you ever been like driving down the road, and you're looking for a turnoff, and you know the name of the road, and then after a while you're like, man, have I passed it? I don't think I've passed it, but I feel like I've gone too far. So then like maybe you turn around, and then later you found out that you didn't actually pass it. You just forgot how far it was or something like that.
1: You know that feeling? I do know that feeling.
2: Yeah, me too. You have
1: that feeling right now, guys. I think we, I think we might have gone a little too far. I can't. I'm not sure. I thought we would have found something by now.
4: This is what happens when you let the living lead the way.
3: Okay, guys. So, um, you know, sometimes you just gotta like be one with nature and stuff. And since I have like a negative in bokeh, you know what? I'm just gonna, you know, show you what I'm talking about. And a uh, fella lays on the ground in the dirt. Like I'll tell you what she looks like first. I didn't tell y'all. I don't care for keeping clean. My clothes are constantly <sighs> covered in dirt, and my face is smudged, and I have a bit of an odor that people politely ignore. Oh,
2: boy. So. Lovely. Yeah. I can smell it.
3: So I just want to let you know.
2: <laughs> All I <laughs> smell is that bourbon.
3: So a fellow's just going to lay down and, like, take a deep breath and just be like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yep, I didn't, didn't get nothing. I, I have no idea what to do here. <laughs>
2: Oh well, go ahead and make a uh, make a bouquet question. So the way that works, you've got a negative in bouquet, right? Right. So if you're typically in a D and D game, the way you would do that is you roll it and add that negative modifier. But in this game, it's called a gag. Oh no. Mm-hmm. You've got gags and gifts, and they cancel each other out. So if you've got a gag or if you've got a gift, however many you have, you roll that many d sixes and take the highest. So go ahead and roll a d20, add intelligence, and uh, roll a d6 and subtract that.
3: Uh-oh. <laughs> I did
1: really bad. Things aren't good. <laughs> wow.
3: <laughs> so I rolled a 2 on my d20, and then I got 0 for intelligence, and then my d6, I rolled a 2. So
2: <laughs> So I think the lowest you could technically roll with that, like I think it still comes out to a 1, mm-hmm. but rolls also have basically stages of success or failure so a flop is when the answer is six or more under the question uh or the question being the dc a fluke is whenever it's five or less a favor is whenever it's within five and a fortune is if it's five or more so what you just rolled there without telling you what the actual uh, question was is a flop yeah how could it not be (laughs) exactly like total flop while laying there, you can track the mange. from the just kidding. <laughs> uh. oh, oh, my gosh. Uh.
4: She probably already has it.
2: <laughs> I probably do. I'm sure she has not clean. Definitely. So you're lying in the dirt, and there's, like, this moss nearby, and this mossy-looking creature that looked like moss just kind of pops up and bites you. What in the world? Oh. And it's kind of latched onto you. Take one wound.
3: Ah, Willoughby! Willoughby!
2: Willoughby! What was it that bit her? so it's like a bed of moss but it turns out there was like it was actually a creature so the moss stands up almost like a blanket and bites a hold of her arm oh
1: i want to lunge at it and try and attack it
2: okay you're going to at- attack so to attack roll a d20 mhm and
1: with that d20 are you using bludgeoning or i'm going to pull a dagger from my fur Not any pocket or anything, it's just all tangled up in my fur, (laughs) and I just yank it free and lunge at this mossy thing. Okay, so you have to roll a d20. I have a plus one in daggers. Okay, so roll a d6, and you can add your strength modifier. Okay. Ooh. So I rolled a 13 on the d20, plus one for my strength is a 14, plus six, so that's a 20. Nice. That inflicts one wound on the creature.
4: I sold my soul to a three-piece. And he pulls out a pistol from his breast pocket.
0: Oh, my goodness.
4: I'm, I'm going to make, make you holy. <laughs> <laughs> oh Yo, oh. You all are so welcome. Oh, my
1: God. Uh, <laughs> this is my favorite line from anything ever. <laughs> I sold my soul to a three-piece. And then he pulls a pistol from his
4: pocket.
2: Okay, so, uh, yeah.
4: I want to shoot the moss.
2: Awesome. So I'll say that whenever Paul or Willoughby stabbed it, it backed off, but it's still kind of like er, like hunkered down. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and take your shot.
4: That's a fourteen on the dice. Okay. So what do I add to that? Seeing how it's a pistol.
2: Uh, a pistol. You would add your agility. Okay, so that's nothing. It's a ten. Okay, and then if you have a uh, gift in. Pistols.
4: have no gifts or gags in pistols.
2: Okay, so that's just what's on the die, which is a hit. Yes. And so with that, you can see it makes a hole in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of lies down there and looks like moss again. Huh. It looks like it's just plain moss. But there's there's a big hole with it.
4: It's going wow. down, down, this early in the round. Bum, 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 bum.
1: What was that? What was that moss thing?
4: You know, I've never seen one of those, and
3: I don't want to see one of those again. And it makes me mad. Don't you, tell my mom.
1: Are you
0: hurt? Ew, that, that that was mossy. Was mossy. Nice, nice of you, of you to join us, Rec.
2: Are you hurt?
3: It bit me a little bit, but I think I'll be okay.
2: Willoughby, you asked what it was. Make a bouquet check. Okay. Question. Question. That's that's accurate. I got a four. You have no idea what this thing was, and quite frankly, <laughs> you're a little scared now. I want
0: to make
4: a
2: bouquet. Check. Yeah, I'm
4: going to bouquet it. Okay. I got a 16 flat. Okay. I got a 18 plus one. Uh, it's not a plus oh. one. You add a gift to it, actually, so it's a plus a d6. Oh. Yep. So he got a t- he got 20. a twenty. Nice. Awesome. Ooh.
2: So, darling, you know that this thing is called a moss mugger. It looks yep. like moss. And it waits on small animals to try to sleep on or near it and then wraps up on them. And sometimes it'll attack large animals because it doesn't really know what size is. But (laughs) because you got a fortune because you scored so high on the roll. You boys. You know also that you can clip the moss uh, off of it. You can just kind of like take a dagger or something and shave some of the moss. And it has medicinal properties if chewed.
0: Hey, hey, um, yeah, um, Mill, Milly Miller Miller, Miller? No. Miller? Miller, Miller, no, Miller, Miller, No. Uh, Millby,
4: Millerton, Will, Milton, Milloby, Merton, <laughs> he's trying <laughs> he's to say to you, Paul. your name, Paul, Willoughby. <laughs> his
3: his name's Willoughby.
0: <laughs> oh, Miller. Oh, will you uh cut, cut
2: some of that, that moss, moss off there with <laughs> your you dagger? dagger? I don't know. I'm a little scared. You could make a check against your resolve. Roll the dice, and if it matches your resolve, you can do it. Otherwise, you you won't get near that thing. I rolled an
1: 11. My resolve was a 9.
2: Okay, so you you overcome your fear, and you can approach it.
1: Willoughby doesn't want to, but he also wants to, like, impress his new friends a little bit and show them how brave he is. So he approaches the thing slowly, and he picks up a stick along the way, and he sort of prods at the moss... And does it does it move or react in any way? Nope. It's it's still very still, like it's regular moss. He leans down and inspects it with the stick, flips it over, does it just look like regular moss? Uh, if you flip it over, you can
2: see that there's an animal on the underside attached to the back of the moss. Have you ever like pulled up moss and it just comes loose in like a, just a big old sheet flat? Yeah, a sheet. Yeah. Uh, so that's what it looks like, except the bottom of it has like these, uh, there's kind of like a central creature. And you can tell it's attached to all the moss. but there's kind of like a middle piece of it that's a body. And it's got like legs, kind of like little insect-looking legs. And then it's Mm -hmm. got Mm -hmm. a mouth and two eyes. But you can tell its eyes are really dark, so it's like not really used to using them all that much. But its its legs are kind of curled up like a spider when it dies.
1: Thank you. Oh. Willoughby says... I would not eat that. (laughs)
0: Just Just cut cut some some of that moss off off there. there.
1: He gingerly cuts off a little bit of the moss off of the little moss blanket and then brings it back to wreck. After you cut off the moss,
2: right after you finish cutting it off, the thing starts going. And then you drop it and it turns back into just looking like regular moss. But you successfully
1: harvested moss. Yay. Willoughby tries not to look utterly terrified. (laughs) Darling walks over to, uh, Fella.
4: Where did you sleep last night? Um, You gotta be careful, because the moss will eat you if you sleep on it.
3: Yeah, I I realized that after I laid on it. It's It's a mugger. So, uh, y'all ready to get out of here? I really don't want to, you know, get eat up by a moss mugger again.
4: Let me load my pistol. (laughs) Load it. He's, you know, putting the powder back in. It's a flint lock. He's putting the powder back in, make sure the flint's in place, cocks the hammer back, puts it
0: back in his breast pocket. What did you say the moss was good for again, Alan?
2: It is medicinal if you chew it. So it will heal one wound for a nice wad of moss that you chew, kind of like tobacco.
3: Nice. Hey, I've
4: got one wound. You need to give, give that, that to the, the child. child.
2: Ah, you're,
3: I ain't no child.
2: You remind, you remind, remind me of the babe. The babe. If you hold it and make tea out of it, then you can have three doses instead of just one. But if you chew it as is, it's just one.
0: I want to make tea out of it? it. I can help you with that. I'm a brewer. Oh, oh gosh. no.
3: We don't want whisk tea.
0: Let me provide the liquid.
1: I'm pretty good at making tea.
0: Can Do I have to roll to make some tea? Uh,
2: Yeah. Make a. You could do either brewer or surgery. I'll do
4: brewer.
0: I have brewer and surgery.
1: I have brewer. Do we all have brewer? No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get brewer.
2: It's a 10? Yeah, that's a fortune. You actually get one extra. Instead of three, you get four because...
0: Oh, yeah, boys. <laughs> There's
2: Jeffrey. Awesome. So now you have three things of tea. Or four things of tea. There you go,
0: feller. Here's just some tea. <laughs> well...
3: Thanks, uh, Rick. That's that's really nice of you. I hope this wound goes away pretty quick and I drink the tea.
2: Awesome. So y'all have encountered a moss monster. Y'all have made some tea, and you're no closer to Merton. <laughs> what do you want to do now?
3: Yeah, we got really distracted. I think we need the head. Back. I'm gonna try
1: and find the trail again. Well, you're still on the trail,
2: but it's it's not really you you're not sure. Right again. What, yeah, you know, you know
1: the drill. Where Merton is, or if he departed from the trail. I would like to look for mushrooms specifically. I want to do that too.
2: Okay. Everyone who's looking for mushrooms, you can do a bouquet or you can do requantar. Either one.
1: So I get down really low onto the ground this time. The problem is, I wasn't using my nose before, and I just go to sniffing the dirt, trying to get a whiff of some mushroominess. Somewhere. Mushroom,
2: (laughs) mushroom. Badger, badger, badger. Mushroom, (laughs) mushroom. That's
1: perfect. That is a 16. A
2: 16, wow. Oh, yeah. So you catch a whiff of some of them shrooms. I need to stop saying shrooms.
1: Shrooms. You catch
2: (laughs) a whiff of some of them mushrooms, Mm -hmm. and you can tell that there's not any on this trail, but you can smell them off in the forest.
0: I got a 22. Sixteen plus a six. It's dangerous
4: to go alone.
1: I smell something funky.
3: What do you What do you smell, Willoughby?
1: I think uh, I think there might be some mushrooms down that way. Is, Is it a, a shortcut? shortcut to mushrooms?
3: Well, uh, head that way, Willoughby. We'll follow you.
1: So you know
2: kind of the general direction of the mushrooms, and Rick from making his bouquet. Question: answering the bouquet question, and getting a fortune. Mm Y'all both got fortunes on them, by the way. Oh, yeah. Your fortune, Willoughby, showed you the direction instead of just they're nearby. Mm -hmm. And your fortune, first, it verifies that Willoughby's check is indeed correct, and it lets you know what kind you can likely expect, so what to be looking for. So you'll have an extra gift on any check's to identify or find additional mushrooms on this trail. Uh excursion. So do y'all head in that direction? Yes. Yes, indeed. Okay.
5: Blah, blah, blah.
2: You head off the trail. You notice that the trees are a little thicker here. There's more brush. You occasionally get a little... uh, something tugging at you, some sort of briar or branch. But the going is still not overly difficult. You know, you can still kind of know your way back to the trail. Mm -hmm. And you start seeing mushrooms here and there. So this doesn't require a question, but anyone who has studied bouquet recognizes that these mushrooms are fairly commonplace. Like, they don't sound like the special kind of mushrooms that somebody would go after the way Milton described Merton's obsession. Hmm. These are just kind of like good for eating. If you cook them, don't eat them raw. And so, yeah, standard commonplace mushrooms. But as you go along, you know, you see those here and there. But then off in the distance, there's sort of a clearing. Not a big clearing, but kind of in the middle of that clearing are some really cool-looking mushrooms. Different from the the standard common ones. It looks like they've already been picked
5: Mm-hmm.
2: But it's not just mushrooms, it's like mushrooms and gourds. There's also some, like, uh, there's a pumpkin, uh, a lot of fall goodies. Fodder shocks. I've never heard that word before in my life.
4: Really? Fodder shocks. Is that a cuss? No. No, it's like it's where you take a bunch of corn stalks and you tie them
0: together. It's like fall decoration.
2: Yeah. Ah, uh, fodder shocks.
0: <laughs> we're not looking at decorations, we're looking at stuff that's been picked.
2: So you see some mushrooms and gourds and other things. What do you do?
0: Oh, that looks, that looks like, like the mushrooms. mushrooms. Perhaps I, I could get ahead. I, I could get ahead. I, I could get ahead. Other than the sack of daggers,
1: daggers. <laughs> I sniff them.
4: You approach and sniff. He gets ahead. Well, he doesn't get ahead. He just picks up a pumpkin and he's inspecting it as potential head.
2: Oh, okay. And so while you're sniffing it, suddenly. You feel something tighten around your ankle, and the world turns upside down, Willoughby. Oh, no. Willoughby!
3: (laughs) Willoughby, it's
4: going to be okay. Uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) Calm down, calm down. You fell right into it, man.
4: Uh, Who let the dogs out?
2: Who? (laughs) Who? So you hear movement through the woods, Mm -hmm. and you see kind of on one end of the clearing, there's a hill Mm -hmm. that's a little taller than the rest. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of people in trees, and then there's a couple, and by people, I mean animal folk. And they say, What are you guys doing here in the Scrooby Gang's territory? Scrooby. You make me want to die. And he pulls his pistol out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You could look up in the one on top of the hill. He already has his pistol drawn, (laughs) and his is a really fancy looking revolver. Like, oh snap. It's got a really long barrel and it's got carving in it. He pulls back the hammer and says, Hold on now. Is his name Ocelot? No. (laughs) Uh.
1: no, he is an ocelot. He's
2: actually a raccoon. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah, he's a raccoon. So he's up there, and he's he's kind of short and squat, and he's wearing a bandana around his neck, and he's wearing a vest as well. Around his belt, he's got, like, uh, like you know, the little slots for individual bullets? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yes. He's got that oh, cool. and a holster. Hold on now. We don't need any of that. This, is a, uh, this is a friendly interrogation.
4: <laughs> oh, seeking mercy
2: is our way... And picnicking is our game. Picnickers, eh? Well, I see you were enticed by our little patch of goodies here, taking from the territory. That won't fly in this part of the hymn. So... (laughs) Where's Garvey? Garvey.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So, Willoughby's hanging from, like, a a rope or whatever, like he got caught in it? by the
1: ankle. You better let me down from here.
3: So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I want to use chicanery and use the <laughs> the bullying of it and try to bully him to let Willoughby down.
2: Oh my goodness! Okay, so how do you? What do you say to okay. him? Okay,
3: Willoughby, it's gonna be okay. Uh, hey, you, Mister, um, you let my friend down right now. If you don't, you, it's not gonna be pretty. You want to let him down? Yeah. Yeah.
2: So roll a uh, Sean Connery check. Or er, question. <laughs> Sean Connery.
3: I really suck at this roll right now. Um, I got a four and a two, so I got six.
2: <laughs> a six. That won't do it. In fact, that's a flop. Mm. Oh so he, he looks around and says, Okay, okay. Uh, you want him down? And with a very quick oh, gesture... I'm sorry. He fires the gun. He shoots the rope, and you fall down on your head and take a wound.
3: Oh!
2: <laughs> Where will be? I don't mind letting him loose, seeing as how he got you surrounded and outnumbered. You know, I do take a wound, you said? You do take a wound. He's not the least bit intimidated. In fact, he's so confident he's willing to let you down, but not not pleasantly. Listen, guys. Listen, oh. we can level here. We, we, we're civilized out here in the Scrooby gang. Scrooby.
4: <laughs> <gasps> the Scrooby Game
2: Why are you hurting me? We didn't hurt you on purpose You are trying to take our goods I wasn't trying it... to take nothing
3: He was just sniffing them He sniffed stuff
2: Yeah,
1: I see that He, he's, <laughs> he was sniffing I can see his mouth watering He he looks like a hungry fella I'm always hungry But I wasn't trying to take your pumpkins
2: He was just sniffing, man We spent all day gathering this this stuff All day You come and try to take it Listen Hey, wait. Wait.
0: I want to take a match out and light it and hold it next to their stuff. (laughs) Hey, wait. Some men just like to watch the world burn. I've got a new complaint. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do it. I'll burn it. He's
4: not kidding. (laughs) You should probably let us go.
0: Or join us on our picnic. Where's Martin?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Merton, it's Merton, right? <laughs> Merton? Yeah.
2: So, uh, the uh, raccoon-looking fellow, he says, Again, we can end this amicably. Put down the match. And he's he kind of got his pistol pointed at you right now. He says, y'all can pass through our territory safe. We, we spend all of our time keeping this patch of forest safe for mooks like you. But there's a fee. You can pay our toll We'll let you through You're looking for Martin That that, that little uh, that little cat guy Yeah We'll let you through for uh, two pennies each I don't,
4: I carry, don't carry pennies, pennies. They, they have, have storks, storks on them <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do any of us have pennies? I have What's your wealth?
3: Uh, is that just your wealth? I have eight wealth
1: You're doing well yeah, I got I'm... three I got two I got four
2: She could pay it on her own Yeah like... I'll pay it so it, whenever you pay wealth that is equal, if you pay pennies equal to your wealth, nothing happens. Like, you don't lose any. If you had to pay more, so let's say you had to pay ten, you would lose two of your wealth. Okay. I didn't realize you were so wealthy, so yeah. Yeah,
3: I rolled good.
1: She's a sailor.
3: I'm a sailor. Okay. I've sailed a lot. Oh, it's I'll okay, the match.
0: I'll drop it. Okay, hold on, Rick. <laughs> hold on.
1: If you want, if
0: you really want me to drop it, I'll drop it's it. It's okay, Rick. Rick,
3: hold on. She, she has,
0: has the
4: me. pennies. She, she paid, paid the me. point.
3: So I don't lose any wealth. Is that what you're saying, or I do?
2: Uh, you don't. Okay. You, you can pay eight pennies and you're good. So, uh, hey, uh, Bobo. Bobo. And you see a, a dog oh in the gosh. woods, a Great <laughs> Dane. Oh, uh, but it's it's a people folk. He says, Bobo, go out there and take the pennies.
3: All right, here you go, Bobo.
2: And takes the pennies.
1: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Bobo, 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 I'll go over and sniff toward Bobo a little bit. Bobo (laughs) sniffs back.
4: Oh, my gosh. They're smelling each other's butts, guys.
1: No. His his tail starts wagging. (laughs) I start, like, shaking my hips and this, oh my goodness. this rough patch, like, hair-glued-together tail that's hanging down off my back is, like, sort of wagging.
2: Oh, god! I wow. don't really have a tail.
1: Bobo says, You ain't no doll. <laughs> I'm a wolf. <laughs>
2: wow,
1: you're oh literally Lord.
3: barking at each other.
2: And now y'all are fast friends. We are. Now you're best friends. We're best friends. <laughs> Did we just become best friends?
1: I shake his hand.
2: He hands out his hand, and y'all shake, and he slips a penny into your hand. Oh, th- thank you, Bobo. Uh, don't tell the boss. Oh. <laughs> so then the raccoon is like, Bobo, and Bobo, like, quickly kind of says, sorry, and goes back to his post in kind of the edge of the clearing. Pleasure doing business with you, fellas. So, uh, you said you were looking for a Martin. Martin. Merton. It, that wouldn't happen to be a, a young black cat, would it? Uh. Maybe. Yeah,
4: it sounds about right.
2: Saw a fella of that description coming through here with a thing of mushrooms. He's
4: like a black cat.
2: Those mushrooms there, that was his payment to come through our territory. For a little something extra, I could show you the way to. about what direction he went in.
3: What are you thinking?
2: Could I steal some of those mushrooms? Uh, if you want to, you can make a slink check. I would like to. Or n- maybe not slink. Uh, what is it? Chicanery. Chicanery. Do either uh, chicanery or slink. This is where we all die. I don't have either of those, so...
3: Oh, my okay.
1: gosh, Rick. All right, Kjork, make me a, uh, make me a slide <laughs> of hand check. It's a four. Oh. It's a four.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, do you add anything to it? I'd say agility. Uh, that's a zero, so... Okay. So, uh... That's a uh. Floppity dooped up? That's a flop. Oh, so, Oh,
4: pardon my brother. He
2: likes the mushrooms a little too much. You hear a voice in the forest that says, Hey, boss! This guy's trying to pinch our mushrooms. <laughs> so he had already holstered his pistol, and so he pulls it back out, not really pointing anywhere. He says, You trying to steal our goods? After we were so kind to let you come through our patch of forest here, safe passage. I'll tell you what, we'll forgive it this time, but the price for the Martin's whereabouts, that information, that that goes up. Oh man.
3: Okay, uh, so uh, tough guy, you little tough guy, um, what are you thinking then?
2: I'm thinking uh, 10 pennies, or if you got any goods on you, we might can strike a deal.
3: I tell you what, How about I give you two sandwiches and we just call it even?
2: Two sandwiches? I'd knock off two pennies for two sandwiches.
3: All right. So if I give him the two sandwiches, it goes back to eight? Yeah. And I don't lose any?
2: Right. Right. Okay.
3: Here's your sandwiches, jerk. Bobo, don't you dare
2: (laughs) eat those sandwiches. (laughs) And so Bobo comes out and takes the sandwiches. He goes... Are they sh- Scrooby
1: snacks? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!
0: <gosh. laughs> oh Alan. my goodness! Wow!
1: Yeah. Alan, did you name them? Did you did you name them the Scrooby Gang just so you could say Scrooby snacks?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect any snacks to happen. Here. It just happened. It did.
3: <laughs> that's great.
1: Scrooby snacks. Sorry,
3: that's like the only thing I had. That
1: that's the best thing.
3: This uh, game, I just want to tell you, is so far like it's, awesome.
1: It's ridiculous. <laughs>
2: Oh, I, I love it okay <laughs> all
3: right so let us uh let
2: us know where he's at the, the one guy still hasn't left his hill so he, he points off in a direction he says you go that way about uh, about 50 paces <laughs> and we, uh, we, we we gave him safe passage and escorted him through our territory so he uh he went that way and then there's a trail it's a very it's a very light trail not often traveled uh, you You can find it if you look for it. Take that trail. He went that way. We don't know that after that he left our grounds, our area here, a patch in this forest. So we don't know where he uh, went from there. But that that should get you well on your way.
3: All right. Thanks. I guess. Hope you enjoy the sandwiches.
2: Hope he gets sick. (laughs) It's been a pleasure dealing with
1: you. Not not so so much much the the
3: same, same. (laughs) Rick. Wreck, don't say anything else.
1: <laughs> 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 and then Reck throws a match on his pumpkins and runs
5: away. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: So you can see the
2: gang kind of slink back into the woods. And y'all are on your way? Mm-hmm. We on the way. You find the trail without much trouble, but you realize you never, it would have been very hard to find this without knowing where to look.
1: Hey, Reck. Yeah. Oh. You got any more of that tea?
0: Yeah, I do. Hey-ho, to, to the bottle, bottle I, go. I go. Here's just some tea.
1: I got a nod on my head from where they dropped me. <laughs> should because we just pour
0: the tea ahead. on it?
1: <laughs> you think that'll... You think that would <laughs> I don't. fix know. No,
3: no, I, no I, think, I think you should drink it, Willoughby, and I'm awfully sorry about that. Here,
1: I, have, a, have a drink. All right.
4: He's not a ghost. Have a drink, Miller. He's a dog person. His
3: his name's Willoughby.
1: Millerby. <sighs>
4: Yeah,
3: that's close enough, I, I guess. I take the
1: tea, and I, I down it in one gulp. Okay, so you heal a wound. Excelente.
2: So, as you're following through the trail, every so often you feel like you've got a pair of eyes on you. You might, you might catch a glimpse of somebody ducking behind a tree. Uh, and, you know, it seems probably like it's part of that Scrooby gang, making sure you make tracks. Oh, I feel like we have friends. But once you get a little ways down that trail, all that activity stops. Ooh. Ooh. So, now that you're on the trail, do you follow? We follow.
1: We follow. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Make Believe Heroes. I hope that you're enjoying this late halloween special where we're playing the forest hymn and picnic by cecil howe we had a ton of fun recording this episode and we really hope that you guys get as much enjoyment out of it as we did if you have then you should go follow cecil on twitter and of course check out his game as soon as it becomes available but before we move on there are just a couple small things going to do a much shorter mid-roll this week I basically just want to give a shout-out to our two sponsors. First of all, DiceEnvy.com. The awesome people at Dice Envy are creating some special dice that you can't get anywhere else. You should go to DiceEnvy.com and use the promo code HEROES to get 10% off your next order. And while you're there, you should check out the subscription service that they offer at DiceEnvy.com. Starting at only $5 a month, you can have special curated dice delivered to your door once per month. What a great idea for a Christmas gift. And it's about that time of the year, isn't it? The most wonderful time of the year at DiceEnvy.com. Go check them out. And while you're there, tell them we sent you using that promo code HEROES. And, of course, it wouldn't be Make Believe Heroes if it weren't for BattleBards.com and their wonderful ambient music backgrounds and sound effects, which they allow us to use every week. If you'd like to incorporate those awesome sounds, create mixes and such at your table, go to battlebards.com right now and use the promo code MBHPODCAST to get 15% off your BattleBards Prime subscription. That's enough for this special episode. We'll see you again on Monday. And if you haven't gotten your entry in for that Dice giveaway, better get it done. Now let's get back to the forest hymn and see where the trail takes us.
2: So as you're going, the woods start to get thicker on this trail. And you can tell why it's hard to follow because it's barely a trail at all. It's not often been traveled. It looks like it's an old trail, one that has been well worn into the forest but has been overgrown. And as you go along, the it twists and it turns. It goes up hills and it goes down steep inclines. You occasionally, uh, you'll pause somewhere like, where does it go? I don't see the where it follows this way. And then you'll kind of have to fan out, and then you find it again just a little ways down. So it's a a very winding, difficult trail. It's not very uh, fun. It's arduous. You start making less time as you go along this. And as you do, time passes. It's a golden hour where the sun is filtering through the trees, and it's got that yellow-gold hue. And as you go through... You notice a sack of mushrooms spilled
1: on the side of the trail.
3: Hey guys, look! Ain't that a sack of mushrooms?
1: It's some mushrooms. mushrooms. It smells like mushrooms to me.
3: M- Maybe that's Merton's. It's a trap!
1: It's a trap! It's a trap! Yeah,
3: we better better take it take it slow. Ah, uh, but it looks like Merton might have dropped these. What do you think?
1: I'll check it out. And <laughs> of course, you will. <laughs> Willoughby wants to move forward, but he's preparing to like flip out of the way quickly if something bad happens
2: okay so you approach carefully hmm I will say with that try to answer a slink question or you can do reconnoitre. E- either one
1: I don't have any gags or gifts in either is that agility or intelligence either one uh, I would say intelligence for reconnoitre. agility for slink okay either way it's it's an 11.
2: An 11 you pass you get a just a regular pass
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you approach and it looks like it was dropped haphazardly quickly and it looks like somebody might have tried to grab it back up but didn't succeed and then scattered the mushrooms again Mm-hmm. I see and you can see the direction further down off
1: the trail there are uh mushrooms here and there looks to me like somebody dropped these mushrooms and took off in this direction
3: But can you uh, sniff out that way? Like maybe we should head that way then. What do y'all think?
1: I turn and look at Rick. Yeah. Rick, you seem to be pretty good with these mushrooms. You uh you think you could follow the trail?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love love mushrooms. mushrooms. Let's go. Let's Let's go. go.
2: Okay, so answer a question for following the trail. You can do Requinatoire or Bouquet would be good ones, but Bouquet. Let's do some bouquet. Okay.
0: It is uh, seven plus five. Okay. So, 12.
2: You are able to follow the mushrooms. Uh, They start to get less frequent over time, but you notice broken branches. You notice uh, footsteps occasionally in some fallen leaves that have been kind of crunched up. And after a while, golden hour has passed. It's Mm. now the blue hour where everything is barely lit. And it's even darker because you're in the trees. And up ahead, you notice a cabin.
1: Ooh. An old cabin, abandoned.
2: Guys, oh, there's
0: a cabin up here.
3: Oh, really? Yeah.
1: I wonder if they've got any supper on.
3: Willoughby, you're always so hungry.
1: There's a house in New Orleans.
3: To,
0: uh...
1: I've been picking up mushrooms along the way, by the way. Okay. Just a few here and there
0: it looks abandoned maybe we should just burn the cabin down Uh, no maybe why are you such a pyromaniac
4: (laughs) i'm pretty sure he died in a fire i love fire (laughs) pretty sure he died in a fire so
3: he's he's crazy um maybe we should just head up there and kind of peek in and see what's going on
1: i wonder if they've got a stew pot i've been collecting some mushrooms and i could Cook up a stew
0: That sounds really good Ooh, we could start a fire and make some <laughs> mushroom stew I would like
4: to see if there's any
0: books Let's go Perhaps this is the house of her I have a large metal pot we could cook some mushroom
1: stew in That'd be good Let's let's see if there's a fireplace
3: Who Who's her, darling?
1: Her uh, Darling?
4: She gave me my kite kit Oh She's my true love Oh but I don't remember her name. Maybe
0: she gave me my bicycle, too. Her bici- Your bicycle? Yeah.
4: What, what color was your
0: bicycle?
4: She's my true love. Uh, pink. Oh, yeah. That's probably your daughter's.
0: Hmm, no. What
1: was the gift? Willoughby is walking toward the door as they're talking. Okay. So as you walk,
2: you notice the door is one of the hinges is broken off. It's like the bottom hinge is still attached. Uh, The top hinge is broken off, so the outer edge of it is on the ground. Or the floor, rather. You enter.
1: Yep. Willoughby pulls it to the side and (laughs) pokes his head in and gives a big sniff. (laughs) So, as you move the door, you hear...
2: (laughs) The, The hinge has not been oiled in a very long time. Right. Sounds like my truck door. And you smell... Must. Like, the cabin has been sitting without being properly aired, without being properly cleaned for a very long time.
3: It smells like my clothes. So, fella's, like, right behind Willoughby. <laughs> uh, so, Willoughby, uh, what do you, what do you see in there?
1: Smells kind of like you in here.
3: <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not funny.
1: I wasn't trying to be funny.
3: Yeah, but, anyways, um... Uh,
1: you know what you need? You need a rubber
4: ducky
0: and a bath.
3: I don't, you got a rubber ducky?
0: Rubber ducky, you're the one. (laughs) You You make make bad time, time, lots of fun. (laughs) Don't be singing my songs.
3: Uh Oh, Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, wreck and darling are about to get in a fight.
2: Willoughby steps in. I'll follow. Okay, you step in. You see furniture, like wooden furniture, very plain. A table, a fireplace. It's a two-room cabin. Uh, One main room and then one room off to the side. And you can see a stove up in the corner with a a cast iron stove. You can see a fireplace further in. And there's a bed over in the corner, but the bed uh, is lacking a mattress. There's just sort of a box spring there. And you can see a couple Mm -hmm. of chairs over in the corner and a side table with uh, some broken knickknacks, that sort of thing. So... As you go in, you see sort of like at first nothing. It's very dark. It's very quiet. It's gotten full dark mm-hmm. outside at this point. But then you notice two yellow eyes peering at you. Oh, my gosh. From where? From within the other room. And they quickly disappear.
3: Uh, Willoughby, did you did you see that, Willoughby?
1: I think we're not alone in here.
3: Uh, maybe we should light a match and go in there.
1: Come
4: as you are. As
0: a friend. Uh, oh, 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 matches! Yes, <laughs> a As a friend. Known enemy. I pull out a match and light it, and light a candle, because I also have a candle, so I'll light that.
3: Oh yeah, I forgot about that.
4: And Said I swear I don't, I don't have a gun. gun. <laughs> and he pulls his pistol, pulls his pistol out of his out of his oh out of his coat.
0: <laughs> so I'll take my candle and start walking to the other room. I'm
3: gonna follow him.
2: So when you go in the other room. You can see a very crude mattress stuffed with leaves, and the leaves have kind of started to rot a little bit. And on the mattress, wearing a collar and tied to a, oh, crap, uh oh, a notch on the wall. You see a black cat with bright yellow eyes looking at you. Oh, wow, hey, he's dressed up in similar livery to what you saw Milton wearing, but it's more dirty. Looks like it's been out in the woods a lot more. Hey. Are you Merton? He, he kind of looks up and says, You need to leave. This is... Hurry. We need to get out of here before he comes back. Who? Who is oh, he? Uh, no time. And then you hear the door creak again. Oh, no. oh gosh.
0: Oh,
4: <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah, Darling turns around really quickly.
2: Merton goes, Hurry through the window.
1: Hurry. he'll He'll catch you. I turn around and draw my dagger from my dirty coat growling uh, i want to try to burn
0: the the leash off the wall okay or take it off whatever is
2: easier for getting the leash loose answer a question it'll be strength as your modifier and you can make a uh try to use a study if you want Depends on how uh how you do it
0: uh maybe strength which is a
2: negative two awesome oh jeez. <laughs> it's a three total okay so you're trying to pull oh, pull on the thing, and it while you're trying to pull on it, it gets a little frantic because you can hear bootsteps approaching the room. Oh, boy. And Merton is kind of getting jerked around by the collar from your frantic pulls, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" I've already tried, and so he's a little rattled now. He's like, kind of like spaced for a minute. <laughs>
1: I want to rush over, grab it, and try to pull it from the wall. Okay, uh, you hear the boots getting closer. And I want to stick my dagger like up next to the wall and try and pry it loose with that. Can I do that and use daggers? Yeah, strength and daggers. Just go for it. Oh, Yes. Okay. So that is a modified twenty. Awesome. Ooh, that's cool. uh,
2: that's enough to get it loose. Uh, it's just a uh, favor, though. It's not a fortune. So okay. uh, it comes loose from the wall with a clank, and it, it drops down. And uh, Merton's still a little uh, a little dazed. But he's like, "Whoa, you're strong. I'm strong." <laughs>
3: Oh no, Willoughby, stop. Stop it. We gotta get we gotta get out that window.
2: And with that you see someone peer into the room. He's holding a uh, Oh gosh. He's holding a lantern that's very dim. You see he's very tall, probably about seven feet. I raise a pistol. Seven feet Oh glob. He's wearing a long black coat, a Wide brim hat, similar to what you'd see on like a pilgrim. You can't see his face; it's hidden in the darkness.
3: Oh my gosh! It's Bob Abraham book. Lincoln. And,
2: Vampire and, hunter? Yes.
3: It's Abraham Lincoln.
2: He's got a beard, <laughs> and he is the 16th president of the United States. This is Abraham Lincoln. I knew it. Oh. I knew it. Oh. <laughs> yes.
0: So, the when
3: book. he peers through there,
0: Abraham Lincoln.
3: Speaking, speaking of slinking uh, I'm gonna slink and try to hide since it looks like we're not gonna get to go out that window so I'm gonna try to use slink yeah
2: you notice there's not actually a window in this room so
3: uh, <laughs> oh my gosh Martin's an idiot
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah like he meant the window outside in the main part of the cabin but it's way too late for that too late so I'm
3: gonna slink back and see if we could get some you know advantage a little okay
2: bit. Do make it. a slink check with intelligence.
1: That is a real poop roll. So
3: uh it's a 3 and then what's this oh well that's uh, eh, a 8
1: plus
2: That's it. Agility?
3: Nope, that's it. Is it agility or intelligence?
2: Intelligence in this case because you're looking around for some way to hide in plain sight. So it's a it's a 8 innate so that does not succeed but it also does not flop which is very good because i had something in mind for flopping that's good it would not have been very good oh freak you kind of try to hide and you can tell like it's like whenever you're a kid and you're playing hide and go seek or tag and you you don't quite hide in time and the person lifts their eyes up opens their eyes looks around and they see you and you try to quickly hide you're like did they see me and they absolutely did
1: that's the feeling you get just now. Does she have, like, a little bit of cover or something? Is that a thing?
2: Uh, there's not really anything in this room to hide behind. Gotcha. So it's like she was trying to, I guess, make yourself small or like something. Get like get in that. the shadows. Yeah, yeah. And It just didn't work. The only thing is the mattress and the Merton. So the man walks in, and he, he, he has to duck to get through the door, and then he stands up straight. His hat is just below the ceiling. Like, he is very tall, and he reaches out a hand and he's got a very long finger. Uh, I mean his his fingers are all very long but he's pointing out a finger and he points toward Willoughby and says What are you doing in my
4: I think this could be
2: a
3: wisp Oh my god Oh my gosh!
1: What? Did you say you think this could be what? A wisp. A wisp. A wisp with a lisp. Oh. We've come to rescue the cat.
2: The cat without a hat. You hear like a And he spits something on the ground. Yeah. Oh, sick. Oh my gosh. And you can tell it's just like a really nasty wad of something. Oh, yeah. And his fingers still pointed at you. It's probably three feet from
1: your face. Okay, will it be howls? and then he lunges and tries to just barrel into the thing and push it back through the doorway. Okay. Okay. So make a strength check. I don't think I can use a gift or subject here, really. I don't think so. What about Phenumbulist? It's a daring movement such as a somersault, dive, vault, and roll. Yeah,
2: I'll I'll allow it. Yes! Oh, crap. Oh, no.
1: (laughs) Oh, crap. Oh, no. Crap twice,
4: guys. He crapped.
1: It's a seven total. I rolled a four. A one on the D6 plus one. Wow. I want to use my luck. Okay, use your luck. Explain what that is. Yes, please do. You've got luck. My luck's a three. And there might be times where you have to use your luck stat, but you can use your luck to flip a coin. And if I land on my fair token, I can make this a minimum success instead of a failure. But if if I don't land on heads, then it's bad and I lose a luck.
2: Okay, so your fair token is heads. Okay, go for
1: it. I mean, your luck can run out. So.
0: Oh, so you have as many uses as you have luck.
1: Right. Okay. Oh, thank the gods of the forest, whatever they be. Okay.
3: Whatever they be, Willoughby.
1: It is a heads. Oh. A heads.
2: Whoop. You rush at him, and at first you think, I don't think this is going to work. You kind of tremble for a minute, like you're going to not follow through. But then you get a strength of resolve. You feel lucky, punk. Do you? And you tackle <laughs> his drift. Yes. You push him. He doesn't stumble, so he like he doesn't fall down. He's like stepping backwards, trying to keep yeah. his balance as you're pushing him. And as you get close to him, you smell, since that's Ugh. your thing, just this yeah. like something that smells old. Like moss almost or like old forest. Parts of the forest that have not been trekked by picnickers in quite some time. Is he solid when I hit him? He is solid and he is stout. Solid as a rock. So you push them maybe five feet back into the cabin, just enough to clear the doorway. And I say, run!
3: And I'm going to run. Fly, you fools. (laughs) Fly, you fools. Okay. Try to run past him.
1: So do we do any sort of like an initiative or? Basically, the way it'll work
2: is all the friends will go, then all the foes will go, or vice versa, depending. Okay. But in this case, we haven't actually entered combat yet.
1: Okay, yeah, that makes
2: sense. Yep. So you pushed him I did And we went to run She runs I run So she runs Does anybody else run Or do y'all stay What is this thing
0: We don't really want to know
2: It's evil regardless right
1: Can the ghosts like roll to remember
2: Uh sure You could just roll And add intelligence to it To try to remember Ghosts though Have trouble With memory Oh yeah So I'm gonna add a gag to that Uh how does a gag work you roll a d6 and subtract it. Well, I have a gift
4: to intelligence, so the gag will negate my gift.
2: Or in- right? Intelligence is just a modifier, so that's just a plus one. Yeah. Oh, okay. The studies yeah. would give you a gift. Okay, so I'll roll a gag to this.
0: So I got a 13 plus one for intelligence, minus one for the gag, so, so 13.
2: 13. Uh, you have no idea what this thing is. Lovely. I
0: got a 14 after the gag.
2: Uh, you have no idea what this thing is. <sighs> Alan, you cheated. Yeah. You cheated. But it's evil, whatever it is, right? Yeah, whatever it is does not seem right.
3: It's bad juju.
2: So can
0: I take out my flask of oil and splash him with it? Sure.
2: With that, though, I'm going to say let's uh, let's start into combat. So you guys go first since uh, Willoughby gave you that initial advantage. You can go in whatever order you want.
0: So, yeah, I want to splash him with the oil. I have a flask of oil. Okay. Oil, if you don't know what oil is. (laughs) Uh,
2: Yes. I've, I've had people legitimately not understand what I was saying when I say oil because they were from the north and I am from the south. You can do a fast turn or a slow turn. A fast turn means you get to act before anybody who does a slow turn, but you only get one action. And a slow turn means you get to act after everyone who's done a fast turn, but you can do two actions. You can attack, you can move, attempt to flee, or any other thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna take a
1: slow turn.
3: I guess I was too because I tried to run past him.
2: But that was po- that was before combat. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're kind of just out in the cabin right now. So you're at a point where if you wanted to get away and try to
1: flee, you could.
0: Okay.
1: If you wanted to flee, haha, because her name's Flee.
0: Flee. <laughs> I get it. Ooh. So funny.
1: So I'm taking slow.
0: Uh, I wanted to take two actions. I'm going slow as well. Okay. Also
2: slow. So this guy is going to go fast. Oh, boy.
1: So he goes first.
0: Oh, dang. Yeah. Is this the name Sonic?
2: Uh, yes. So- he's got to go fast. Got to go fast. Got to go fast. So he's got a Willoughby in front of him. It's Dr. Eggman.
1: Oh, Willoughby.
2: And so he takes his uh, large, long-fingered oh. hands... And rakes them across your face. Oh.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, the animal sounds.
2: You notice that even though they seem to be like people hands, mm-hmm. there's something about them that's like just kind of sharp and it scratches across your Ew. face. So, jeez. Oh, what's your defense? Defense,
1: yes. My defense is a 10.
2: Just like you. So,
1: <laughs> it's a hit. You take a wound.
0: Shoop. And you also catch hepatitis and rabies. <laughs> That's true. Just one wound, though? Just one. This is the 1600s. It's tuberculosis. Oh, oh yeah.
4: <laughs> more
2: often than not in this game, an attack only does one wound, from what I can read so far. Yeah.
1: Uh, at least at level zero, what we have, right?
2: Right. Yeah. You take a wound. So he acted fast. Now, all of y'all go. I want to go. Go for it. You said you were going to splash some oil?
0: Yes. Go for it. I want to splash some oil. And then what? And then I want to light it. <laughs> okay.
2: okay. So... Roll a... To splash the oil, roll it agility. You can use daggers for this, since daggers is... Or not daggers, pistols, since that also includes, like, throne things, and you're technically throwing the oil as you splash it.
0: I don't have anything for pistols. So.
2: Okay. So just use agility.
0: Ooh, It's a 15. It's a 15. Splash that's flash. pretty good. That
2: gets... That splashes right on them. Ooh. Yeah. Nice.
0: Light a candle. And then I want to... Use, I guess I already have the candle lit yeah, so I could just it only takes a spark to get a fire going
2: use that somehow yeah you can uh are you still in the room yeah okay so you're still in the room not in the open cabin so you'll have to throw it at him to hit him sure I'll do that okay light it up so up, up, make an agility up, up, and because it's a candle add a gag to it because it could go out oh boy Oh come on go low on the gag ah oh, it's a tin it's a tin. Yeah. That just hits. Yes. Yeah, that's good.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Am I? Am I oiled? I'm not no, oiled, no. am I? No, oh, thank God. <laughs> no, you're safe.
3: You, you like pushed him back.
2: Thank God. <laughs> uh, his coat, uh, and by his coat, I mean like his actual physical coat, like a that you wear, not like mm-hmm. a uh, coat of fur. Takes this. <laughs> yeah. A patch of it catches on fire. And he looks down at it, and when he does, it illuminates his face. And you can see, he's got a human-looking face, but it's melted. Oh, my
5: gosh. And
2: you can see the reason why he struggled to talk. It's like skin has melted over top of his mouth, so when he opens his mouth, there's, like, streams of, like, melted skin over top of it. It's like Jonah Heck's mouth. Yeah, it looks like Jonah Hex, and you can see like where he had like bit into one and chewed it off. Oh, sick! Ew. And that's that's probably what he spit. Oh. Ew. You also see a mushroom, small mushrooms, kind of growing at different parts of his face. May look plumb nasty. Alan, you got problems. What the Ew. freak? Yeah, I yeah, do. So he takes a wound from from that, and he's still on fire. Excellent. Yes. Okay.
4: So you just describe all the nasty stuff in it or whatever. Yeah. So uh, Darling's going to pull his pistol out and go, what's in your head? In your head. And shoot him in the head. Somber, somber.
2: Roll for it. (laughs) Oh, it's only a six. Oh, that just straight up misses. Uh, But thankfully, it's not a flop. flop, So it just, (laughs) you hear it make that noise.
4: I would like to use my second action to walk into the other room and just make sure that he's the only terrible thing coming at us. Okay,
2: so you walk into the the main room and he's the only thing you see in there uh, besides the furniture and stuff I described earlier. Okay, that's
4: it for me.
3: So, uh, Phil is not really freaking out, but um, she's back behind him, I guess, because he's laying on the floor in the open room. I'm going to pull out my small bow And I'm going to try to shoot him.
2: Answer a pistol's question. Oh,
1: dang. She got a gag. Uh Uh Uh-oh. So
3: I can also use my luck if I want to?
1: Yeah, if you fail and you want to try and turn it around, you can.
3: Okay, so let me see if I can roll, you know, above a 10. That'd be great.
1: You need to try a new d20, I mean... My gray one is cursing you today. She rolled a 2 on the 20. Plus... Oh, my
0: goodness.
1: Oh, minus. (laughs) Plus agility, does does that use agility? The pistols? Yeah, or does, it, does it use anything? Yeah. Agility. Okay, agility.
3: Okay, so it's a three. And then...
1: You subtract the d6.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh. She so, rolled the,
1: sa- the same thing on the uh, six that she did. There.
3: So, uh, I hate this roll. You know, in all these rolls that I've done today. I'm going to use my luck or whatever.
1: Oh, shoot.
3: What does that do, though? Should I not even use
2: it right now?
1: Uh, I have a feeling that a one... ...is a flop. So something bad is about to happen.
2: Yeah, so if you use your luck, whatever your fair token is, flip the coin, and if you land on your fair token, you can get a just hit.
1: Mm-hmm. But if you don't, then it's a, it's, a fall I mean, it's a flop. I mean, it's a flop anyways. Yeah.
3: Okay, so I'm going to oh, yeah. use my lucky. Oh! Nope. my luck is tails.
1: Yep, you got it.
2: Woo. Awesome. Beautiful. So
3: it's just a hit. Woo.
2: Your arrow flies true. It sticks into his torso. And it's like he doesn't even, like, acknowledge it. He does take a wound, but it's mm. like he's, he's still more concerned about
1: that fire. Yeah. So he's got two wound right now? Two wound right now. Okay. So now it's you. Willoughby's not really, like, aggressive. I know that he's done a lot of fighting, but he's just trying to protect his friends from something that's attacking them. He's not an attack-first type of guy. He just wanted to push the guy out of the way so he could escape. But now they're shooting him, and he's on fire. So Willoughby is going to well let me ask you, let me ask you a quick question. yeah, was was Merton did he seem to be in any sort of bad shape? He was
2: just scared out of his mind. okay. He didn't okay. seem to be physically wounded.
1: Okay, well then I guess I'm just gonna take my dagger and try and stab this big scary thing. Yeah, go for it. Oh my gosh, it's bad. When
4: the rolls are not in your favor. Yeah,
1: I got a five on my D6, but I rolled a one. So that's a seven total. You stab at him and he slaps your hand away.
2: <laughs> and whenever his skin touches yours, you just feel icky. Oh, no. Hmm.
1: That's gross. I want to, like, do backflips away, away from him. Okay,
2: so do do a funambulus. <laughs> so do you want to get just away from him in the same room? Or do you want to go back to the other room? Or how do you want to do it?
1: Get over by fella. We're in the big room, so I want to stay in the big room. But okay. just get
2: over.
3: I'm, like, to the left.
1: Yeah, I want to kind of get over toward the door-ish in case we decide to run. Okay, go for it. Okay, yeah. See, why couldn't I have gotten that on the attack? I got a 22.
2: Okay, so you managed to uh, flip away
1: and get out of his reach.
2: Sweet. Yeah, boy. Okay. Next up, it's Merton. He, like, almost gets on all fours. And you can see him kinda arches back and go <laughs> and then kinda just run out. He runs out of his room. He still has the leash stuck to his neck, kinda flopping behind him. And he, uh let's see, what's he what's he gonna do? He just uh flopped, so while he runs out, he's trying to get to the door. Oh crap. The back of the leash catches something and it kinda yanks him back and he mm-hmm. falls back. He takes a wound he bumps his head when he does that. Great. Mm. Now we're back. Fast turn, slow turn. I'm going to take a fast turn. Okay. So anybody who's going to do a fast turn, go ahead, because the big dog is going to do a slow turn.
3: I'm going to do a fast turn also, because Willoughby's over there next to me. I'm just going to do what he does.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm going to try and pounce on the guy again and push him. Just like I did before, but this time I'm kind of over to his side. So I'm trying to push him kind of like, or are we on the right side of the house? So I want to push him over toward the left side of the house if I can. So he's a little farther away from Merton.
2: So you're not close enough to do that because you're taking a fast turn. You'd have to move and do
1: the push. Now you've just got one turn. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I can't attack or anything.
3: You can distract him. Okay. (laughs) You can play.
1: I'm going to try and make fun of him and tell him how ugly he is. Okay,
2: uh, make a heckler check
1: per question. Would I use just intelligence?
2: So there's a few different ones that might work. I think chicanery would probably be a good one. Yeah, I don't think I have anything. I rolled a
1: three, so I didn't a do three? any good.
2: Oh my goodness. So, uh, yeah, he doesn't even acknowledge it. And because it just doesn't seem to be working, you feel a little disheartened. You get a, a gag on your next action. Ah, oh. oh, no. So that was a uh, flop. Poopy.
3: I'm just going to try to do the same thing as shooting with the arrow.
2: Okay, go for it. Roll an arrow check. Pistols question. What'd you get, girl?
3: So about the luck, can you do that like every time?
2: As long as you still have luck to burn.
3: (laughs) Oh, so a minute ago, I had four luck and I used one, so I got three. I think I'm just going to flop because it was like a three,
2: literally. It's a a three. Okay. Hmm.
4: We're all going to die.
2: You shoot the arrow at him, and he snatches it out of the air. Oh, man. What a jerk. And snaps it, so you won't be able to reclaim the arrow later.
3: Oh, okay. Ooh. Be.
2: So now Merton's going to go. He's taking a fast turn, and he runs outside.
4: Smart kitty.
2: Then, uh, yeah, now it's time for slow turns. Slow turns.
4: I wanna go, on, I wanna go, I wanna go.
2: One of y'all go, then the thing's gonna go, and then the other of y'all go.
4: Okay, uh, I'm gonna load my pistol. Okay. And while I'm loading my flintlock, I'm gonna say, I want you, thin fingernails. And I'm gonna raise my pistol and shoot him.
2: Okay, make a question. I rolled a six. Okay. So lucky as I burn it and I roll again. You flip a coin, and if you hit your fair token, then you succeed. But just enough.
4: Okay. I'm going to flip a coin. Okay. My fair token is tails.
1: See a little breath for you. It's heads. Oh, <laughs> no.
2: Poopy doop. Oh, yeah. You uh, you take a shot and it misses.
4: Mm. For my uh, second action, I'd like to take another shot. Like,
2: it's just... Okay. Whew. We're getting all sorts of violent up here. Yeah, go for it. It's a one. Wow. That's a miss. Actually, uh... That's a bad mess. Whenever you shoot, it ricochets and uh, whenever it does, it makes uh, Wreck nervous because that was dangerous. So he's going to get a gag on his next uh, attack. So this was
1: the worst turn ever in
2: the history of all turns. I can't roll
3: worth a crap.
2: Before he goes, though, the thing's going to go slow. For his first turn, he's going to uh, pat out the fire. So the fire he puts out. So he's no longer on fire, but he does take an extra wound from being on fire at the start of his turn. Yeah, boy. Uh, Yeah. For his second turn, so Willoughby and Fella are both at the door. So he's going to fling his lamp at you two. So what are y'all's agility?
1: Mine's a 10. Mine's 11.
2: Okay. So whenever he flings it, it hits... Me. Okay, so it hits you, but Fella manages to dodge out of the way. So you take one wound... And also the the lantern was burning really low, so nothing catches fire, but it's gotten darker now because of his lantern, even though it was low, it's just it's it's gonna be a little harder to see him. So Rex left. Me! Yeah, go for it.
0: What I wanna do is take a wound to take a broken piece of teapot out of me. And use my vial of mushroom poison. On that piece of broken teapot. Oh, nice. Nice. That's cool. Then run up and stab him with it.
2: Okay, make a uh,
0: stabby check. Uh, Oh, oh boy! Actually, I just realized I have a minus on it.
1: Oh boy! Oh wow! That's that's a three. Are we gonna test our luck on this?
0: Minus three is a zero. I would test your luck. I'm gonna test my luck on it.
1: Okay, do that.
0: My fair
4: token is heads. Just as he's acting. Darling's gonna be. Could just something go? Could just something go? It's a (laughs) heads! Woo! (laughs)
1: Yes! (laughs) Thank Uh, the gods.
2: Whenever you stab him, it pierces through his coat, and you can tell it scrapes his flesh just barely, and he takes two wounds. Oh. Yeah, boy. Because of that poison. Take it. Could Could just
4: something go right? How does it taste, taste? big guy?
2: Okay, so uh, we're back. Fast turn, slow turn. Slow. Slow. Yeah, I'm
4: sticking with the slow turn. I'm going to murder this dude. Uh,
2: I want to go fast. Okay, so you go fast.
0: I pull out my bass drum. Okay. Oh, no. And I want to distract him by making a song about his mom.
2: Okay, so <laughs> roll uh, entertainment or answer an entertainment question. Hmm, That's a two. Okay.
1: <laughs> you have any subjects?
2: that would help us no he's unfazed by your song he doesn't even acknowledge it and that makes you feel a little down yeah with that in mind you feel kind of sad so next turn you will uh be unable to use your uh drums for the next two turns
1: darn okay i would like to
2: pounce you can move to him and then uh try to so you're trying to jump on him or push him down or what are you doing
1: yeah, I guess I'm trying to push him back or push him down. Just push him out of the way just to make a free way toward the door. Okay. For everyone else. So I'm going to do that. And I'm supposed to have a gag, right? Uh, Yes, you have a gag. I also have a gift on Penambulus, so I'll just call it nil, right? Yep. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty good. That is a natural 20 on the die plus Ooh. zero.
2: Oh, okay. Ooh. So whenever you uh, push him down, kind of like the before where he's at first, it's like you're pushing him and he's trying to be sturdy and not fall down. And he's stepping backwards, but this time you, you've got the the right balance on him. So you, you figure out his balance and upset it and he falls down. Whenever he falls down, he takes a wound and he also hits his head on a nearby chair and takes another wound.
1: Yay. Oh, yes. Yay.
4: This guy is super wounded.
1: Yeah, we've wounded him a lot. He must be really, really strong. He's probably Seven. some sort of ancient creature Seven of the forest, and Tom's. we just all need to run away.
2: <laughs> Why we fight. So he goes, and with his first action, so you're still kind of on top of him, he grabs you. So what's your strength? It's an 11. He does manage to uh, grab you, but it's not quite a fortune in his side. And then while he grabs you, he starts to speak. Oh, Oh my goodness. What's your resolve?
1: None. Uh
2: Uh-oh. So, (laughs) yeah, that's a fortune on his part. Oh, boy. So, you take a wound to your psyche oh my gosh Mm. because you feel cold from head to toe and on top of that it's like he's suddenly on his feet again you don't remember Mm -hmm. him standing up but he's got his arms his long lanky arms wrapped around you you're standing up you're cold head to toe you just feel clammy it's not it's not good uh now somebody else can go
4: i want to go i want to go he just wants to step a little closer and put that flint lock right next to
2: the the big guy's head okay
4: This is why, this is why we fight.
2: (laughs) That's an 11 on the dice. Okay, that's a a hit. Yeah. (gasps) So it hits his head, and it just kind of like, I mean, you see the bullet just go right into his head, and nothing comes out. There's no blood or anything.
5: Oh, my gosh.
2: Wow. Mm. And he looks down at you, still holding Willoughby. He kind of like snaps his head, but not quickly. Every movement he makes is really slow and stilted, so the closest thing that comes to, like, snapping his head, he just kind of, like, looks, like, down at you really purposefully. That's amazing. I'm going to shoot him again. Okay. Roll it again. It's another 11. Okay.
4: Hello.
2: That one hits again. And again, it, it goes kind of into his cheek, and it kind of hits that uh, goopy mess of a uh, face that he has. And whenever it does, just more of that long strands of melted-looking skin just kind of goes like that, and it's kind of like cheese. On a pizza. Ew. Ew. Melty cheese face. And it almost looks like a smile, but you know, deep in your heart, this thing could never smile. <laughs> Next.
4: We're, We're gonna, gonna
2: die
3: young. Okay, well, if I used uh, the bullion thing again and hit him, would that be a wound? I can't remember.
2: It wouldn't really wound him, but it might influence him. But he seems unfazed by most things of that nature so far.
3: Okay, so I'm not gonna do that. Um, Well, I got five foot of rope. And I was thinking of running over to him and trying to bound him somehow, but he's holding Willoughby, so I don't know how that could work.
0: Be like a snow speeder.
3: Like <laughs> a, oh, so he's an ATAT. Just run
1: around Taz feet. Yes.
3: Please. Yes. Um, I'm going to try to do that.
1: <laughs> yes. Okay.
3: So I'm going to run over there and attempt to do this. I got you, Willoughby. I'll help you. And my roll. Oh, 14. Okay. Or that be agility?
2: Yeah. Let's say agility.
3: So that's a plus one. So that's 15. And what would be my subject?
2: Uh, I would say you could use like daggers because it's kind of like a melee attack. Or you can use something like. Venambulist. Venambulist. Or you could use, uh, since you're kind of trying to get one over on him, you could use like a chicanery or slink.
3: Okay. I, I can use either of those. So I use a slink.
2: Okay. So you try to get over there without him noticing you. It's like tying his shoes without him noticing.
3: Yes. With my rope.
2: With your rope, but you're uh, tripping him up.
3: That's an 18 altogether.
2: Ooh. Okay.
3: That's like the best row I've had
2: all day. <laughs> so it works. Like you, you wrap it around his feet, his legs, and kind of take a yank on it. Whenever you do that yank, he falls forward. Whenever he does, he throws Willoughby. Uh, but Willoughby nice. saw what you were doing, so he was prepared for it and lands on his feet. We're doing a backflip. Yep, because that's what the fortune got you Because you got a fortune on that one Awesome Sweet mm. Otherwise, Willoughby would have fallen And so this thing's face flat on the ground He doesn't take a wound, but he is at least in a position to
3: And his feet are tied
2: Yep or Sweet th- They're tangled, they're not tied
0: Gotcha, gotcha uh,
2: Merton is outside,
1: so you don't see what he does Oh, he got out
0: He's probably running away Yeah, he went, he ran outside
1: Okay, I want to take a fast turn if we're, if we're starting over another round.
2: Yep, another round.
1: Fast turn for me. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead. Willoughby, stumbling back, catching himself, doing a little flip. He lands on his feet and begins to, he looks around frantically for a moment, trying to not run away, but then he lets out a, oh and just takes off running out the door.
2: Oh my goodness. Okay, so you're outside now? Yes. So whenever you come outside, you see Merton is out there kind of like frantically walking back and forth like, like he's not sure what to do. Okay. Yeah, he looks up at you and says something to the effect of, uh, we-, we need to get out of here. I want to help. I don't know how I can help, but that thing is, we-, we need to get away from it.
1: I think you're right. I think we all just need to run. So anybody else want to do a fast turn? This don't seem like no picnic to me.
0: Yeah, I think whenever that thing fell, I'll probably do the same thing that uh, Willoughby did.
1: So everybody's going to take a fast
2: turn and try to run?
0: I'm going to fast turn and, and run out the door as well. Farewell, my friends.
4: Farewell.
1: to <laughs> <Auf> sing <Wiedersehen>, goodbye.
4: <laughs> I hate
3: to go. It leaves pretty side. Goodbye. Sorry.
0: <laughs>
2: I love that movie. Sorry. That's, uh, that's, that's special.
0: What if I took a slow turn and threw a match on the doorstep as we left?
2: You could do that, but there's not really anything that's likely to catch fire. So it's not impossible, but it would be very unlikely that it would have any effect.
3: Okay, so could he do a slow run and run out the door and dump some more oil? And then on my turn, I could take a slow run out the door and throw a match on it. Because I got matches too.
2: Okay, y'all can do that if you want. So y'all can both try.
3: (laughs) Okay. We could do that if you want to catch this place on fire. You try. Yes.
2: One of y'all uh, goes first, and the thing will go, and then the other one can go. Okay. I'll, I'll go. Okay. And pour some oil
0: on the doorstep, like right at the door's opening.
2: Okay. Now the thing's going to go. It's going to stand up. Oh, freak. And as it stands up, it's going to stride toward the door. So now... It's looking out at y'all, It look almost as if it doesn't acknowledge that fella's in there. So you can try to get by it, but it's going to be more challenging than it would have been before. Should have to make like a slink check or... You can do a slink.
3: So I can do like a slink to run and also throw a match if I try.
2: Yeah, you can do the match. So the match will be uh, pistols because it's thrown.
3: I also have turntail. I don't know if it, it would take the place of slink or if it would add to
2: the slink.
1: Yeah, it says you get an extra gift. If she tries to turn tail and run from something, she gets an extra gift. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll use that. You can use that, I mean. So what that means is you roll two sixes and you take the higher because you have two gifts.
3: Okay. I'm going to try to do slink and run past him and on my second turn try to do the matches. Maybe. See what happens. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So uh, I got a... Well,
1: 16 total.
3: 16 total. On the slink? On the slink.
2: Okay. So, uh, yeah, you managed to get by it. Yeah.
3: Is it chicanery to do the matches? No,
2: the matches would just be uh, pistols.
3: Oh, pistols. Forgot.
1: Yeah. Do it. Oh. All right.
3: Do I get plus? You have a uh, gag. No. Yes. Dang.
1: Yeah, you got a gag on pistols. Oh, man.
3: Do I get, like, a modifier for that? Agility. Okay. So, that's a 16, and then here's my gag roll. Oh, yes. Oh, okay, so I got 15.
2: Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's actually a fortune because you're literally just dropping a match. It was a very easy roll. Yes. yes. <laughs> so whenever you drop it, not only do you get away from it, it's like you're dropping it as you pass by, but it lights very well. So the whole stoop there, the doorway, that just lights up, and that thing's standing there, so it takes a couple of wounds.
4: Yeah. So Darling made it out of the house before that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) Everyone's gone at that point except Merton, and Merton says, let's get out of here. (laughs) So the way you escape a combat is you have to roll.
1: You have to beat your resolve, right?
2: Beat your resolve. That's what I thought. Yep. So Merton's going to go ahead and make his roll, and y'all can do that next turn. Okay. So he's going to run off in the forest and say, follow me, I know the way back. He knows the way. And so he succeeds. Yay. And you can use something like intelligence, and you can also use something like slink or something like that. Funambulist would probably work, too, depending on how you try to escape. So we're back around to turn order. He's going to take a fast turn, but y'all get to go first. If so somebody goes first, are y'all going to try to escape?
1: Yeah, I am. Yep. I'm going to try and escape, yes. Yes. Okay. I'm going to go first. I, like, I'm I to running scared like the first one out so I feel like I'm right behind Milton or Merton, sorry. Okay. Yeah. So I don't have a subject really to help me unless I'm doing it with backflips and I don't feel like I am. (laughs) So I'm just going to roll it, I guess, and add my nothing.
2: Okay, just roll
1: it. That is an 11 and my resolve is a 9. You did it. (laughs) So
2: that sound echoes off through the forest after Merton. Hopefully it doesn't scare him. <laughs> so the thing on fire, he takes one wound from being on fire. This time he's just not even Yeah. He's not even trying to put it out. He just starts walking towards y'all.
4: <laughs> Dang. How is he not dead? Like This thing
2: he's a great old one. This thing is ridiculous. Yeah, he's uh he's hurt, but doesn't seem to be. He's a boss. Literally. Literally. So, all y'all get to go now. Yay. So, make your roll.
0: I'm gonna run. Okay. I don't really have anything to add to that. So, what'd you say? Intelligence or something? Intelligence. It's
2: a 16. Awesome. Yeah. What's your resolve? 10. You did it. Yay. So, you take off through the woods.
0: He's burning. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, my roll matches the
2: resolve. My resolve is an 11. And my roll is an 11. It isn't enough to get a result equal to your resolve. Use a a luck. Do you have a luck?
4: I do have a luck, but it's my last luck.
2: Oh, Um, okay. It could
0: be the last one you need.
1: That's true. (laughs) This is true. I guess I'll try it. You never know. Does something bad happen if your luck drops to zero? Uh, You just can't use it, I think.
0: It's
2: Tails. Yay! It's Tails. (laughs)
3: Did you see his face? His face.
2: (laughs) So you do that thing where you're running... And you trip and fall, which is weird because you're a ghost. <laughs> and then you manage to jump back up immediately and keep on going.
4: I don't belong here. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: So who's left? Fella? Fella. Come on, Fella.
3: Okay, so uh, I'm going to roll a slink. And I rolled a nine. And I got a gift with that. And I rolled a five. So. You did it. I did it. Yep. I did it. Let's get out of here.
2: Okay, so y'all are all running frantically through the woods, and it's dark. Merton's ahead of you. You're following him. Yep. Merton turns and says, we need to get back to the pumpkin post. It's not safe, this part of the woods. If we can just get back to the Scrooby territory, we should be fine. I would like like some candy candy. and perhaps Perhaps some some pie. pie. We'll have plenty of time for that when we get back. Oh, we'll make the best pie. Milton sent you, right? Yeah, we can have a pumpkin pie. He offered you some pumpkins. Don't worry, I'll make sure
1: you get the finest.
3: Sounds good to me, y'all.
1: And Willoughby is howling. Oh.
3: Let's get out of here. As
1: we run, I take my
0: makeup and draw a scared face on. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: yes. perfect. Fade to credits. That. Wow. So, first of all, Alan, thank you. That was great.
2: It was great. Thank you for the opportunity. It was great.
1: One of the um, inspirations for Cecil's game, he references Over the Garden Wall. Which is a
3: great series.
1: It's fantastic. If any of you guys haven't seen that, you should. I watched it the last few years around the autumn season. It's just so, I don't know, um, it's just wonderful. It's whimsical it's,
3: it's easy to get into really
1: yeah and it's short there's like what eight or ten episodes and they're like 12 minutes long something yeah. like that yeah something like i'm that. gonna
4: watch these tonight
1: it's, it's so awesome. good it really is all of them together like the length of a feature film you could watch it, and it, it's got elijah wood plays one of the main voices uh what? it's it's fantastic you should see it if you haven't but this i was just telling alan our game i feel like it could have been a cartoon in that vein and i would watch it and become a hardcore fan oh yes I love these characters. I love this world. And I just honestly, um, we just, we're, okay, we're announcing our secondary podcast right now. <laughs> um, no, we, we obviously don't have time for that right now. But I want to come back to this. Yes. Yeah, Me same. too.
4: I do too.
3: I really love playing my little badger character. I thought she was like totally crazy.
1: She was crazy. And it's great.
4: I think it was great that everybody chose to do a voice this time. Oh, yeah. That's hilarious.
1: How could you not? We're cartoon characters. You know what I mean? Like, I literally sounded like Ash. Yeah. <laughs> Straight Ash up. What do you guys think about the system? So it's a little different from D&D, but honestly, it's, it's more similar to D&D than a lot of the D6 type systems that are out there, like Fate or, you know. Some
4: I'm of... not a big fan of the Fate systems or the D6 systems. I'm mm-hmm. not. I've listened to people play it. I've minimally tried and it might just be that I've not played it with the right group, a D6 system. But this, the Gifts and Gags, is actually,
1: it's really cool, because... It's a marriage of the two.
4: It changes, like, if you're bad at something, you continue to be bad at something. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, it makes the, uh, you know, uh, one time in a D&D wow. game where it's like, I'm on a horse, but I, I want to use, or I'm a centaur, and I'm this centaur is going to climb this cliff, and it's like, Okay, we'll roll a climb check. And if you roll a 20, then magically your centaur is like climbing this cliff. You know what I mean? It's like, how does he do that? I don't know, but I'm on top of it. You know, uh, <laughs> this this says if, uh, you know, if your centaur is bad at a fundamentalist or whatever, Funambulist. Funambulist. Yeah, your centaur would be bad at that. So he would always have a negative six to it. So he's never going to hit a 20. Right. Yeah. So it plays into the fact that your character is bad at this yeah, or they're really good at this. So they're always, you know, they're never going to flop on it or they're almost never going to flop on it.
0: I really like the luck part. Yes. I was yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like yeah, Bardic cool.
3: Inspiration or something like that. It's nice to have that.
1: Yeah, it plays into that. And just from the rules and like what we have right now is a quick start guide. It is, from what I understand, an unfinished version of chapters one two. Is it one, two, three, and five, or what, what are the chapters? I can't it's remember. It's exactly. one,
2: two, three, and then a small piece of six, which six, yeah. okay, six. is really just like this is the forest, Tim. This is kind of more of the theming, whereas the rest are more mechanics.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a PDF that he sent out to backers. We use it to make our characters and then, you know, just to learn enough of the game to play. Very easy to pick up on.
5: Mm-hmm. Uh, I was
1: telling Felicia, I mean, we made our characters together the other day in like half the time that it takes to make a and d character just because there's a lot that goes into that. And I I can't wait to get my hands on that print book. Alan and I both backed the Kickstarter at the level to receive the print book and I'm I'm hoping that that'll be available. I, I do believe they have plans to sell the PDF form like the full finalized version of it. What I think they're they're using uh what is it? DM's Guild. I think so. Yes, cuz he's uh, yep. the guy who's does actually has some DM's
2: Guild stuff out now. I don't know yeah. how much but one of the cool things is like a hex editor or a hex kit or something like that where you can make hex maps so you can check out his stuff there now
1: the soft date i think for the release is january 2019 but uh you should go follow him on twitter if you are interested in this um it's at sword peddler on twitter or cecil how so you should follow him To get some more information about this, you can check out his website. He has an actual website for the game, and then he has a website for the Kickstarter. So the Kickstarter is over, but as far as I know, I believe they got plans to sell it afterward through things like DM's Guild and such. So you should follow him and follow this game because this is, admittedly, my first experience actually sitting down and playing in a system outside of D&D.
4: It actually took me a while to build a character because of that, though.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, that's just because you're so accustomed to D&D. Honestly, I sat down, and I think it took us maybe 30 minutes, and we had everything done.
0: I just rolled mine.
3: Yeah, Jeffrey rolled his, and I just kind of wrote it down. Like, I had just made my character and kind of heard Paul talking about, when you know, when he was making his. Mm -hmm. And then I just turned around and helped Jeffrey. Like, I I thought it was pretty easy, but when we make D&D characters, I usually sit down with Paul and... I just roll and he tells me what's up, like so I'm not as familiar with the so I thought this was easy,
1: typically with a d and d character in my experience i've I've never made a completely random d and d character for example i, no, I, I mean I've never rolled for personality traits and things like that. I've always looked at the suggested ones that they give in the book or what have you, but then I will choose things I like and adjust them and things. And there was a little bit of that to this, but I set in with the goal of it's a one shot. You know, we've just got a quick start guide. So there were given tables to roll on for quirks about your characteristics and things like that. I just rolled for them this time.
3: I rolled for my animal or whatever, and I rolled a one so I could either be, I think it was a badger or a stork. And it was a badger, and I was like, "Well, that's different. I mean, I don't, I don't really know how I'm going to do that." And then I thought, you know, as soon as we play this, I'm going to do a voice, no matter what, because mm-hmm. I mean, it's you know, it's a one shot right now, and I was like, I'm just going to, you know, commit to a voice and see how it goes. And I, I thought the voices made it ten times better. It Was
4: hilarious.
3: It was hilarious, like what Jeremy said a minute ago. You know, when you roll and you're. In D anD D, you can roll and not be good at something, but might get a good roll and you can do it. This one really makes you get into your character, like mm-hmm. what you have in your pack, and maybe you can use that. Like I had a bow and quiver, but I had a negative, or I gag in uh, pistols, so I was like, "Well, I can try this, but it might not work good."
1: I've never—I like
3: really had to dig into it.
1: I've never that I can think of off the top of my head. Maybe I have in situations, strange situations, but, I mean, it's like one in a hundred that I run away from a fight in Dungeons and Dragons.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too.
1: Sometimes to our detriment.
3: <laughs> we hit this dude a million times.
1: Um, I, but I, as my character here, see, the thing is, you know, in D&D, we're adventurers and we're, you know, like the class is fighter and... In an interview I listened to on uh, Tabletop Babel, Cecil referred to these three character types that you can create as the sort of primary fighter, wizard, thief. And I can see that. Like, I made a person, and my person character is sort of the fighter. He's got a bonus to strength, and that's why I took Daggers as him being basically like one of the Lost Boys. But these characters aren't built to fight. Like, the game has things built into it where whenever you drop something in combat... That the narrator, after it's been knocked unconscious, gives you the option: Do you want to kill this thing, or are you leaving it there? You know. Yeah. And it, it it's it's building in this sort of seriousness around killing things. We ran into that a little bit with the weird what was it called the mossy mugger the moss mugger. Oh my gosh, yeah. the thing bit me. It bit her, and it was like a spider. So, nope.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, also, just. Peeking behind the curtains, I made that thing up on a whim. When she laid down, I'm like, "I need, I need, I need I, I, something to happen <laughs> because she rolled a flop." What do I? Do? Oh, yeah. I'm all smuggler.
4: That's pretty awesome. Yeah, Fella
3: that was awesome. is like, you know, she's used to being dirty, like she smells okay, and she's really tough. We all noticed. Yeah, and uh, well, thanks for not telling me. Um, but fella's like really used to just uh, adventure and stuff like that because she's a. You know, she sails a boat. So I was like, I'm going to do something silly. And then it it really ended up turning around and biting me on the arm. Literally. But literally. But I just wanted to do something silly. And this game, you really need to think about it before you do something silly. Like (laughs) D&D, it would have been like, you say, okay, I want to do this. And the DM's like, okay, I'll allow it. You can do that. Mm -hmm. And it's not really like, well, you're not really good at that. So roll for it.
1: Yeah, the, I like how the, the subjects are very specific and they're for interesting, strange actions that you might take or things you wanted to do. And I'm sure that some of that will have to just be left up to interpretation. Like, there were a couple times where I was like, huh, what would I roll for this? Or is there something? So, you know, the narrator might say, well, you could use this and it's kind of an interpretation of that. But I don't know, I I, I really, really enjoyed our session. I think it was a lot of fun. I loved all your characters. I loved the um, the insane, like, pyromania coming from red <laughs> just wants to set everything on fire and he's like yes.
3: burning everything yeah that was amazing
1: and uh serious total laugh out loud moments every time that darling would just like take <laughs> off on a beat take off in a song. <laughs> i sold my soul to a three-piece oh my my my... <laughs> that was that incredible. was perfect the, the game just invites those zany, wacky moments, and it makes for serious... I mean, I had a lot of fun. I did, oh,
2: too. Yeah. Me, too. Love it. Same here. I can't wait for the full edition to come. I'm sure I flubbed up some rules in there somewhere, but, you know, I didn't bother with, like, oh, let's look that up because it might change anyway in the full edition. Mm-hmm. But this is the first time I've run a non-D&D game, and I've played some others, like maybe one or two, but I thoroughly enjoyed it.
1: Which this game is built off the Shadow of the Demon Lord system, so I'm I've, I've never played that, so I'm curious like what parts come from that and what parts are originally his ideas. Uh, but either way, it's it's a ton of fun. It's phenomenal. I, I would highly recommend this if you like these sort of zany, strange, wacky worlds that you find in things like Over the Garden Wall, or he mentions like the Legend of Sleepy Hollow, the old cartoon, uh, things like that, The Wind and the Willows, yeah. or Frog maybe you're and Toad. just
4: a rpg person looking for a new rpg that's different than anything you've seen before this, yeah. is it. this definitely fits that category and it is a ton of fun
2: yeah perhaps you're just a fan of
1: picnics yeah, yeah. maybe that's
3: it i gave away of my course. sandwiches so
1: and as willoughby said i don't think this is a picnic <laughs> 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 i don't know what that thing is and i never want to see it again it, it, no. it really did strike fear in me not unlike seeing the beast for the first time in over the garden wall uh what i love about those no sorts spoilers of stories, no spoilers. well that's not a spoiler that's like the the whole story but the whole like gist behind things like that or like legend sleepy hollow any of these sorts of things is that there's this real archaic style to it but then it's also very light-hearted and then suddenly it's haunting your nightmares like it, yeah. it's it really rides awesome. that fence in a great way and i think i just want to go downstairs and watch over the garden wall now yeah it makes yeah.
3: me to it it's been a while
2: it's what i was going Man. for whimsy with a touch of you know horror curdling when you said that horror.
3: he had mushrooms growing of his face i was like I, nope i'm mm. over it no
1: thank you Mm-mm. i was like i was picturing the Duck. Meets the woodsman from Over the Garden Wall. Meets the monsters from The Last of Us. Meets I don't yeah. know. It was just there are many inspirations for this. Abraham spring. Lincoln so, meets
3: Abraham Lincoln. We'll, yes, <laughs> Abraham
1: Lincoln vampire hunter. Um, Abraham Lincoln. Yes, Abraham. <laughs> I mean, I just want to name this episode Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> um, There are so many one-liners from this. Okay, I don't, I don't want to go on too, too long with this, but let's let's just do one more thing before we go. What were some of the inspirations behind your characters? What made you want to do the things you did? Like, I rolled for some of mine, but I, I told Felicia, I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold the option to veto anything. And the, one of the first things I rolled, actually, the first thing I rolled, and then I rolled again and got the same, same number, same thing. Yeah. was from the person's table that I was raised by wolves. You know, I was a person dropped off by the stork or what have you, and then I was raised by wolves. And that I had a wolf costume that I would occasionally wear. Well, I decided, no, that's not something that I occasionally wear. That's my clothes. All I wear is this ratty wolf costume, but it's not made from pelts because that's weird. It's made from shed hair from wolves, like made <laughs> this ramshackle costume that I made. That's awesome. That's not weird. And I can speak to wild wolves and dogs. So <laughs> that was like, that was the thing that I rolled. And from there, I was like, you know what? I'm like the Lost Boys from Peter Pan. And that's nice. basically perfect, you know. It, that's another thing that sort of fits into this world of this out of place human. But I, I feel it place with the forest, and I feel it place with the animals. And I just, I kind of went with that. Not he's not dumb, but he's just a little, a little goofy. Uh, I did, I didn't take the, I had the option to take a uh, training or what, what? What do you, what do you call it when you take a subject? I just the option to take the subject in Colonel. And which would have made me a leader. And I decided, no, he's not a leader because he's not the alpha of their pack. You know, he's a follower. And I hadn't planned on following Fella, but it all just kind of worked out that way. So I love Willoughby.
0: Yeah, I did
4: too. And I want to play. Yeah, he's he's a lot of fun. He's funny. For Darling, so I was reading about Ghost and it talks about there was some reference to music in, mm-hmm. in the pamphlet we got. And yeah. I already got Entertainer. And so when I'm rolling it up, I get flag, I get a bell on my hat. And then I roll a face full of daggers, and then a tuxedo, and then I'm filled with whiskey, and I'm like, okay, what is this? What's this guy's story? And I'm like going through the inventory of like the items you can pick, and I see mm-hmm. toy piano, and uh, the gift that I got was that kite kit that's missing the ribbon. I'm like, okay, so he's he's a ghost who's lost his his past love somewhere, and uh, he's going to be obsessed with music. And so I was like, okay, so what am I going to name him? And so I like start scrolling through songs, and there's a Twenty One pilot song. It's called Oh, Misbeliever. And in it, it says, Oh, Darling Sleeper. And I'm like, that's his name. That's oh, that's his awesome. Name. Yep. And so I, uh, I don't know. I pulled up a whole bunch of songs and I was like taking like little snippets of lyrics. And I'm like, basically everything he's going to say is a line from a song somewhere.
1: That's amazing.
4: And I'm like, got to keep it for under six seconds here. But uh, nearly everything he said came from a song.
1: And I don't know. It was fun. It was fun for me. Was the the Soul My Soul to a three-piece line from a song?
4: Yep. That's uh that's from Halsey. Um, that,
1: that is awesome.
0: Uh, Hold me down. Yep. Wow. All of my character was completely random. I just rolled everything. I just rolled it, and I just went with it. So I didn't really know what I was going to do as far as how I acted. And Came together nice. I didn't yeah. even know if I was going to use a voice either. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I just went with it. And then I picked stuff originally because I picked Brewer and Bouquet, and I had that uh, mushroom poison and all that. Mm-hmm. But I also had the matches and the candle and the oil, and I was like, "Well, I wanted to be more of like a poison, and you do poison stuff." But then I realized I kind of wanted to use the fire more. Yeah,
1: and that was great.
3: Yeah, I really like the fire. So,
0: yeah, I kind of sh- became a pyromaniac for
1: some reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: I think Fella calls you that.
1: And Darling was like, M- probably died in a fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was yeah, awesome. pro- that, yeah. After
0: that, yeah, that kind of sealed it. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> that is awesome.
3: So, Fella, I really wanted to be an animal, anyways, because mm-hmm. I thought it was a cool idea to randomly roll and see what you were. Mm-hmm. So I rolled a one and I was like, uh, a badger or a crane, I'm going to see what I get on my second roll. And I also rolled a one. So I was like, oh, uh, there we go. So I was a badger and I was like, I'm just going to, you know, see what happens with my quirks and, you know, my superstitious and see what happens. And then I'll make my story. So my first quirk was, uh, if my mother could pick a single word to describe me, it would be precocious. So I'm like talented and stuff like that. And then I was like, well, I'm really good at stuff. And I pick up on it easy, which my person fellow or my animal was kind of young anyways. Not like a baby, but, you know, just getting out there in youth. Um, Anyway, so then I was rolling for my, let's see, my subjects. And one of them like was a gift was coxswain that's with boating and bicycling and stuff like that. And I was like, it would be really cool if I was a captain of a boat and I've been on this journey and I come back to visit my family. And, you know, since I'm good at picking up on stuff, I ended up being this wild captain of a boat that's just really good at stuff and I don't really care about my hygiene. So I was like, this is really not me at all. So uh, when I did the voice, I just started messing with it. And I didn't know I was going to be so, like, okay, guys, let's do it Like, so jumpy. But mm-hmm. it just yeah. kind of happened.
4: Paul pointed out early on that you were bouncing, and then you just <laughs> went the whole time like that. I
3: was like, dude, I got to just play my character like that. And then uh, Fella, it's not really one of the names that were picked. It just, I heard it from a book, and I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. So when Paul said, he's like, Fella, like, oh, little Fella. And then I <laughs> think Milton said something about it. Uh, me being a little fella which I was a girl in this but it's just funny that I was I'm just so wiry I don't know which I am in real life I am kind of crazy but I don't know it was just cool (laughs) to roll and then put your character together so good with what you like okay you got rope what are you gonna do with it like I don't know it was awesome
1: it was a ton of fun we all look forward to playing more of it big shout out to Cecil Howell for making this game we can't wait to get our hands on the full game, and hopefully we can do some more of this for you guys in the future. And this was meant to be a Halloween special. I know it's coming a few days past Halloween, but it just it, everything just didn't come together in time for that. But we still want to get it out for you all. So hopefully you've enjoyed this. And as usual, thank you so much for listening. If you have enjoyed it, you should leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Send us a letter. Holler at us on Twitter or Facebook at mbhpodcast or facebook.com slash mbhpodcast. And I guess that about does it for this week.
3: We'll see you later.
1: Thanks for listening and thanks, Alan, for such a great game.
5: Yeah.
2: Yeah. We love you. Thanks for playing.
1: Goodbye.
5: Bye.